Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, movie fans, and welcome back to the Movie Council podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I am the CEO of this wonderful Movie Council, and I am back here tonight. My boys are back. All four of us are back. We are going to review some movies, some new movies, uh, some some movies that are... uh, uh, very popular right now that people are, are are excited about and we're excited to get after it after a, a, a week off we're gonna fire it up we're gonna have a good time before we do that we'll do some other shit too right dp we're gonna do some oh, yeah. some news sure. and some questions and probably some inappropriate shit which is mm-hmm. you know, par for the course before we do all that fun stuff let's go ahead and introduce the panel my boys my bros my esteemed colleagues started off with my right hand man my coo he is the reigning defending best movie guy on the planet he's the hot shot banker mr andrew sherry what's going on man surely you can't be serious (laughs) i am serious and stop calling me surely (laughs) so since you're the ceo shouldn't we be like the movie council pod Incorporated? No, no, we shouldn't. Okay. All right, never mind. <laughs> because you don't, you don't incorporate fake businesses. That's why. Right. You don't, exactly. you, you don't call them. You don't call yourself CEO either. No, I do. Business, That's where you're right? wrong. I do. I have. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I tried. I tried. I'm done. How you Moving doing, on. AJ? Swing it on down, Charlotte. Let me let me get <laughs> Swing it on down guess. to somewhere or some shit. AJ, let me guess. You're on vacation this week? No, I'm back from vacation this week. <laughs> you, you, got, you got thrown out a fucking window or something? You, no. It was, Victor Bailey's office. I'm back, <laughs> I'm back from vacation this week, and it was freaking torture. Oh, really? Yeah, it was just torture having to work. So when's vacation? Next week? You got to fire it up? <laughs> You're gonna ruin the buffet at the Harrow Club next week? <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm actually gonna hold off till about like mid July for another vacation. Jesus. Well, actually, we, we got five witnesses that says you went in and started tearing up the place and jumped out the window. Yeah, Can you believe well, that? What are you, cops or doormen? All right. Anyways, what's that one from? <laughs> Come on, that's, that's, Beverly, Beverly Hills cop. cop. He's. Uh, I'm okay. on vacation. That's Your that boy. uh the five witnesses part. Yeah. That's a, I almost had it. it AJ's boy Bogamil. That's AJ. Yes. <laughs> yes. Lieutenant from, from in the first point. one. First one is the lieutenant. Yeah. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Mo- moving forward, I'm not going to have any shame asking you guys whenever I can't place a movie because yeah. let's face it, you you guys uh you got, some, you got some years on me, and there's, yeah. there's mm. movies that you grew up with that uh you know maybe I didn't I didn't watch until you made me watch them. Right. Speaking of my boys, I watch you. Watch let's, you. <laughs> I watch you get them wet. Anyways, bring <laughs> it over to one of my other boys, my other big bro, the producer, the editor, the hardest working man on this podcast, and he is also the movie council's daddy. What's up, buddy? Um, I, I gotta say, I'm actually thinking maybe we don't start the show quite yet, and we wait for Jonathan. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, maybe we're yeah. for Jarnathan to show up. Before I knew that was gonna, I knew Jarnathan was gonna be your boy. I knew it of immediately. Of course. <laughs> Jarnathan. So. Uh, we'll get uh, to Jarnathan. Yeah, we, we will. Don't bury the then, Yeah, hey, uh been a rather uneventful week, but you know, uh tonight it, you know, here in uh in Boston, uh I got to experience one of my favorites. I don't know why I love it so much, but one of my favorite things is the uh, the summertime thunderstorms that mm. roll through and just like the yeah. thunder and lightning and, and yeah. I don't know it's something just kind of beautiful about it. And we had the fucking thunderstorm roll through here earlier tonight, and Nicole and I are out on the porch just watching the fucking lightning and yeah, well, it, it was fun. I love thunderstorms in the summertime. It's it's a weird thing that just is kind of magical and beautiful to watch so well DP, i had a good time dp today was like the epitome of new england weather because it was mm-hmm. like 92 and humid everyone was ready to fucking stab each other right and then suddenly it dropped 35 degrees and started hailing outside yeah it was it was <laughs> yeah. just yeah i got like three inches of rain here in chelmsford it was absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous so it is nice it has been hot the last couple of days it's cooled down it's feeling much better I got the windows yeah. open dog's making a real ass out of herself back there with the fucking, <laughs> every other she dog does best. Wants, but yeah that's true yeah. well yeah dp why don't you go ahead and drop our social media so everybody can oh, follow us yes thank you for the remind i totally would have forgot follow so. us assholes stop yeah, fucking around follow us we we are on the socials we are at movie council pod on twitter and facebook and instagram and uh you can email us it is movie council pod at gmail.com and uh, wherever you're listening to us, uh, make sure you're subscribed and you rate and review the podcast. It helps us out, and we totally appreciate it. We love it when you do it. So, yeah, hook us up. Give us a review. We'll read it on the air and, uh, yeah, give you a shout-out. So I do miss a good a good Booker Man email. You know, I think we're overdue yeah. for one of those. Yeah, I, I know the Booker Man's got a lot going on in his life, yeah. but, you know, maybe... Uh, and we could reach out here and there. And uh, I just, I just bought that son of a bitch tickets to the, uh, the to a revolution game for next month. Ooh, so, oh yeah, you know, nice. we're gonna we're gonna fire that up. But I'll, I'm gonna talk to him about sending us some shit. Mm-hmm. It's always fun. He always has some very random references. Those tickets really... aren't free. No, 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 no. Marky, have you gone to a Charlotte FC game? Not yet. No, no. I've been looking forward to it though. I didn't mean have to been to an league? AFC Richmond game. Oh man, I wish. <laughs> I you know, I didn't. Wish. Speaking of of Charlotte, oh yeah, let's swing it on down to Charlotte. Let's talk <laughs> to my boy, my bro, the very handsome, the very toit, the very sexual, my brother from another mother, Mister Marky Bondarout. What's up, buddy? Oh, not much. Um, <laughs> You're a single dad tonight. What's going on? Yeah, man. I've, I've I've got uh the house to myself. I'm trying to keep it a little. But quiet because if these kids wake up, it's up to me to yeah, uh, yeah. go put them back to sleep. So, no, I'm, I'm, I am a little bit pissed at myself though because I didn't properly prepare booze situation. I don't have any beer or wine in the house. Really? Uh, so, I'm having to tap into what do you got? The whiskeys and scotches that I've got st- over there. Oh, you, you, you've got it so rough. Wow. Yeah. I've got it so rough. Yeah. No, I, I, I bring it up because uh there's a good chance i'm going to be pretty fucking sloppy halfway through this episode got it 
because I'm drinking nothing but spirits here. Well, do you got you got any Widow Jane over there, or are you all yeah. out of that? You yeah, got still it. Got the, still oh, got the Widow yeah. Jane. You know what, Marky? Maybe I'll have one with you in a little bit. How's that? All right. All right. Yeah, so man. Get some out there. I and like. After our first break, I'll get some. Because that shit is the nectar of the gods. It is, and I I'm not too. Uh, I love it, but like. I've got a couple other bottles here. I've got a bottle of scotch that my wife got me for uh, our anniversary recently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, another bottle of bourbon that my brother got me for my birthday. And God damn, both of those things are outstanding. The Widow yeah. Jane is like on par, if not below these other two. You know, Marky, the thing is, I, for, I'm a very difficult person to shop for. So any birthday, Christmas, any occasion, everybody just bought me scotch. Yeah. So mm-hmm. – I have like nine bottles of scotch here. And then right after I got all those nine bottles of scotch, decided I like bourbon better. So I got all of this <laughs> fucking Macallan here. So, so if I, you know, DP, AJ, you ever want to come by and have a have a scotch with you, with you, with your old boy over here? Just uh, just let me know. You want to smoke with the old boy, Rick say. James? Yeah, why don't you come on over? All right? Got some Macallan just chilling over there? I got shit tons of Macallan. I got I got Damn. the 10, I got the 12, I got the... The the two hundred dollar bottle that the Booker man bought me because I won his fucking fantasy football league for him. Jesus. Yeah, I got I got some shit here. Trust me. Wow. We could get sloppy. That ain't fancy like. sloppy. Oh yeah, expensive sloppy. But anyways, um, Marky, uh, I'm happy you're here. I know you got the the kiddo, so if you gotta pop away for a few minutes, we will hold down the fort. You just let us know. Um, but but yeah, uh, a single dad to this evening. That's a that's right. that's different. It feels, yeah, it feels a little bit weird. Yeah, just tell them to go to sleep, or you will put them to sleep. Yeah. yeah, you will go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. I, I would like a glass of warm milk. It helps me sleep. <laughs> you can have a nice glass of shut the hell up. <laughs> well, anyways, listen, we got to get to the episode tonight. We're gonna get to the crux in a few minutes. We got some stuff to go over first. We did. We're gonna review a couple of movies. Movies, like I said in the in the intro, some new movies. Uh, but we got a couple things. DP, do you want me to do my news? Mm-hmm. Or you want to do your news? You're gonna do the same. Um, uh, you know what? Uh, it doesn't matter who goes for it. You know, I'll I'll, I'll go first because uh, my news is not super good newsy. But uh, here's some news. But first, we need this, of course. Yep. And now we're ready for some news. And uh, this past weekend, uh, well, not this past weekend. We're hearing it the weekend before that. Uh was the the little mermaid was released in theaters and uh actually fucking crushed it had like a hundred and twenty million dollars over the the long weekend did really well but but again i i don't i don't get these people i don't know what their fucking point is why they're doing it but the movie got completely review bombed on you know like uh rotten tomatoes and imdb anywhere where people can review it and they shit all over this movie all because a mythical creature's skin tone was different than they thought yeah. it should be yeah, like... she's black that's <laughs> yeah. a problem yeah people, i can't i can't handle that <laughs> people that didn't even see the movie most likely oh yeah, oh, yeah. 100 percent. they just saw the preview and just went she's black yeah i have I'm a gone. problem with that <laughs> I am a sensitive bitch. Everyone knows that mermaids, made up mermaids, can only be white. Yeah. Made up, made up mermaids. Meanwhile, they're real, they're yeah. real Marky. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, these people's favorite movie is Birth of a Nation. Did you ever see? Right. You ever really see that where the white people as black, where they had blackface? Like they, they oh, love yes, that. Yes. That was fun. <laughs> that was totally cool. Yeah. 
completely but yeah a, a girl yeah. with a truly amazing singing voice and uh, playing this role is a problem because her skin tone is darker <laughs> I, I guess i, I guess the people. argument is and i think it don't get me wrong i'm not supporting it it's a stupid argument mm. i guess the argument is why are they forcing it to be an all you know like why why, why shouldn't it be the best person to play the role. Why did it have to be a black person? Right. Which I but, get to some degree, but like, why the fuck do you care? Yeah, yeah. but then, then the answer too is maybe she was the best person. Absolutely. Have you heard I, this girl yeah. sing? I mean, she's fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but just, uh, just also stupid. that week, uh, Fast X came out last weekend too, and like thirty million for for a franchise that has made billions somehow fast x completely fucking flopped like 30 million is generally a good weekend but for a fast and furious movie that is horrible so yeah, yeah that fast i'm gonna x go ahead really flopped and guess that that movie's budget was half a bill right oh yeah yeah there's a couple 300 million plus fucking all the marketing and everything right. yeah for sure maybe people so. are finally Finally tired of uh, Fast X. But on that note, the only bit of news I might have is uh, uh, it's been announced that The Rock is going to do another one of his Hobbs and Shaw's Shaw movies that uh, he did with Jason Statham. Uh, I'm in for that. Yeah. <laughs> Marky, for the record, the budget for Fast X was $340 million. Okay. Jesus Christ. Listen, yeah. overall, the box Plus office, marketing. Overall, yeah, the box office has been great. I mean, for, for the movie, yeah, a bad weekend. But... Yeah, if if they mm -hmm. still had um, marketing after that, and that would easily clear five hundred million. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure worldwide it does well because that is yeah. a absolute yeah, yeah. global franchise. So yeah, um, and also our boy Burke Kreischer, his movie The Machine came out, uh, did decent, you know, like six million or so uh, in the box office. Not bad considering. It's a fucking random comedian's like famous bit that has been turned into a movie, which is kind of yeah. crazy. Well, well he got uh, my you money. know, the machine did pretty well. It was like fifth place in the box office last weekend. Right, but so DP for everything for you said about users um review bombing Little mm -hmm. Mermaid, it was the opposite with the machine. Machine, yeah. Because on Rotten Tomatoes. There's only been like 20 reviews by the by the critics, but it's like 25. percent But the mm -hmm. audience, which is over 500 reviews, is 88. So nice. it was, the, it was yeah. the opposite. You can see that. Yeah, the the fans chimed in. So. I saw it opening weekend. So oh, you did see it? I, not, I, did. I have not. What, what were your thoughts? It, it was fun, but uh, those reviews are, um, uh, I would say certainly just Burt fans that yeah. are like tw was getting at or they're just pumping him up yeah the movie was fun it was great um sam and i went to go see it in theaters to literally support bert and just you know the comedians that we like um it was it's, it's not something that you see very often so we wanted to go ahead and give him some money and let them know that uh mm -hmm. we hope that they keep making shit like that mm -hmm. it wasn't an outstanding movie by any stretch of the imagination but it was it was a lot of fun um it's just, it's a streaming it's a movie to watch at home. Um, yeah. I yeah. remember when Bert was promoting it. This is an this is a theater movie. You got to get out there in theaters to see it. Ah, not, not really, Bert. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. And it's awesome seeing Mark Hamill be in a movie like this. Uh, he's mm -hmm. got a great sense of humor. So and Bert did a really good job as far as actually acting. And it felt like 
it was it was a legit full blown movie. It wasn't it wasn't uh it wasn't like a like a B rated movie that I kind of assumed it would be. Mm-hmm. It was a legit full studio blockbuster type movie. It was fun. Nice. Well, all right, DP. Anything else for uh... Uh, that? That that's all I've got news wise. Uh, you got anything, T Dub? Yeah, I got a couple. Of, I get I get the Grim Reaper uh, section of tonight's show. Oh, uh, nice. Who well, died? I mean, we don't have to get too into it. Uh, but since we since we last spoke, Tina Turner has passed away. Oh, that's right. Um, you know, I mean, she's mm. a singer, but she's in some movies, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and her that movie. Uh... God, what was the name of it? The, her, the biopic about her. What's Love Got to Do With It? That yes. one with Angela Bassett? Fucking phenomenal film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Angela Bassett, I think, was at least nominated, maybe even won the Academy she, Award yeah, for she's it. Yeah, she's a beast. Love, she was awesome Bassett, in that movie. Yeah. Holy fuck. I, I, had, I had never seen it until less than a year ago. Fucking uh, Minaj made me watch it. Yeah. And I'm glad she did because it it's was like, fucking it, excellent. It's like yeah. two hours of Tina Turner getting the shit kicked out of her. Yes, like, exactly. Which is why I loved it so much. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I know she's only been in um, you know a few movies, uh, mm-hmm. so you know not exactly. But uh, she is a fucking like, icon. Absolutely. Damn that Especially girl when you're sing. speaking of great mm. singers early on, like you know, I mean, uh, doesn't yeah. get much better than Tina. But we also lost Ray Stevenson, um, mm, 59 yeah. years old. Uh, excuse me, 58 years old. Uh, mm. Irish actor has been in, young. you know, a ton of different stuff. Like we were talking before we came on, uh, he was in Rome. I love that show. He's in uh, Punisher Warzone. Really funny role uh, in the other guys. I thought, you know, although he plays, he plays an Australian in that. I, when you said Irish, I had no idea. I always he's Irish, he's yeah, Australian. Because remember, he makes like a, the things he loves. One of them is Kylie Minogue. Like, ah. That's what he says in the other guys. So, um. But he's in the G.I. Joe movie. He was just in, um, we were just talking about it. He was in RRR. Um, he's in Thor Ragnarok. I mean, the guy was, you know, especially late in his career, was doing a lot of, you know, big budget stuff, was making some money. And he has passed away young, the age of 58. Um, no cause of death as of now. Let me just mm-hmm. double check that to make sure I'm not talking out of my ass on that one because I checked it earlier today. You never know. Things change. Uh, nope. No cause of death has been revealed, but was reportedly hospitalized while on the set filming Casino in Ischia on Ischia, an island in Italy. Um, passed away. Huh. Shit. We're losing Sad. some young people, man. We I know a few episodes ago we talked about Lance Reddick has passed oh, away. Um, I don't know what's going on. Uh, crazy shit. I saw John Wick four. I don't know if I told you guys. Uh, I, mm. I don't know if I've seen you since I went and saw that one. Um, yeah, and that was bittersweet seeing yeah. Lance Reddick in that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that sucks, man. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how many COVID boosters these guys have gotten, and then oh, and, boy, and, and I'm go. just saying, <laughs> yeah, just, just, we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, so yeah, um, that's too bad. Ray Stevenson, big fan. Um, passed away at the age of fifty-eight. So, uh, it, that's that's all I got. If you guys got any anything else, fire away. Marky's like our resident news guy, but he's uh, like I said, been a single father. Um, Man, busy, busy. He, so he's he has nothing this week. I ain't got shit. So, DP, before we get into the crux of the episode, mm-hmm. you got anything for us? Do you want to do you want to get to know the movie council a little bit? All right, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. I, I uh. 
a uh, little peek behind the curtain. There, there was a question I posed to the boys the other day. However, it's one that um, it, it takes some thought and some time. So we're going to get to that in the future when everyone's got some a, a little more time to put into this. But uh, but but for this week, I'm just going to ask a really fucking stupid fun question <laughs> to talk about. And uh, this week, the question is, boys. If you could fight one character from a movie, Ooh. who would you want to step in the ring with and Ooh. fucking fight? Mm. I mean, God, it could be so you know many. someone you just hate, like that character pissed you off so much, and you just want to fucking fight them. Uh, it could be someone that's kind of badass, and you want to test yourself. I mean, mm. I don't know. It's up to you guys how you want to deal with this. But right, right. who would you fight? Um, Whoa. uh, you know, I, I, I'll kick it off. So I'll many. let, I'll let, I'll give yeah. you guys time to think about it while I give okay. my answer because my answer is very simple, uh, and very easy. I want to fight, um, the little kid from Jerry Maguire. Uh, yeah, for two reasons yeah. one, he's fucking yeah. annoying as shit, and two, I know I could definitely win that fight. Yeah, it's a wonderful one. There, there aren't too many, even now, could win. even now, even now, though. <laughs> Like, uh, do you want to fight him now, or you want to fight him then? No, 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 no. I want to fight the little kid version of him. Okay, I could definitely right. win that All one. Right. <laughs> All right. And he's stupid. Oh, he'll be the 12 pounds. Go fuck yeah. yourself. Right, because I like, want to step in the ring with him and punch him in his stupid face because and break his stupid glasses. You don't know how, yeah, you don't know how people change. Like, remember that dude in uh, Mallrats, the guy that's trying to see the, the sailboat, the schooner, yes. that part? Yeah, the, Have the, you the seen he's like a, like a bodybuilder now? Dude, he's ripped. <laughs> yeah. He's a bad motherfucker. You don't now, want to fight so. that guy now. You yeah. might have fought him back then. He would have been exhausted about three or four <laughs> seconds into the fight. So, so that's good. Oh, yeah, for all I know, Jonathan Lipnick, he could be like a fucking black belt in jujitsu by now. Probably is. I don't want to find out, so I want to fight the little kid version of him. Okay. That's and fair. that way I win. You know? All right. All right. <laughs> How about you guys? Who you got? Wow. I got to think, DP. I got Ooh. a couple. Yeah, Marky, go ahead. I'll think while you talk. Um, yeah, Mark, so I was I was thinking like greasy, slimy assholes, somebody that could or punchable faces. And the first yeah, one I... that came to mind for punchable faces was uh, Justin Long and Barbarian. But that's, oh, yeah. that's yeah. almost yeah. like too easy, right? I feel like mm-hmm. that would just like he'd be crying as soon as you hit him, and it would feel like you'd feel bad. He's the kind of guy that yeah. would make you feel bad. But he does ass. have it coming. You're right about that. Yes. He so has it coming. Maybe have his head split in half. <laughs> well, he did get what was coming to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, I don't know why, but I, I thought of uh, uh, bu- 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 the movie Heat. Um, if you guys remember the character, damn, I just had it and I lost Wayne Grow. Wayne oh, Grow yes, 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 yes. is the character with like the skullet that betrays them and like their whole team mm-hmm. ends up like a lot of guys end up getting killed well, they all die or get captured but like because of him the whole operation goes to shit and he is he's just uh like they're all bad dudes but he's just like a shitty bad dude right he's somehow worse than the rest yeah right and then I totally get that with that kind of character thought in mind then i thought of uh detective jack skagnetti from natural born killers <laughs> also just like a real 
scum, uh, scumbag, you know, raging douche. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking some like truly because again, uh, Woody Harrelson and um, uh, blanking yeah. on her name, Juliette Lewis. Thank you. Yeah, they're bad people, but mm-hmm. Scagnetti somehow is worse. Yeah, just so douchey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally agree. So. All right, T Dubs, AJ, yeah. you got a, you got somebody you want to fight? I got somebody because I, I can, from the second I saw this movie, I don't know, 20, 25 years ago, all I could picture was just absolutely like blindside clotheslining this motherfucker. <laughs> and it, which is bad because it's an unbelievable performance as an actor. Rudy? But I would fucking absolutely fist fight Joaquin. Phoenix fucking Commodus from uh from Glenn. oh my oh, god yeah, I would I would absolutely oh. sucker punch that cocksucker in a crowded room and then oh, point yes. at somebody else and be like no nah, well that was that dude I didn't do it <laughs> I, that's, that, a, that's a great answer yeah, I would that is a good one yeah I would absolutely spin him around and give him like the Jake the Snake Robert short arm close right. <laughs> and then get away because he's a king. But uh, yeah. yeah, what a little pan! Oh, that fucking oh, oh he's super man. punchable. What a, That's a great slimy answer, yeah. piece of shit. He's and, he's beyond mm-hmm. punchable. He's like assassinatable. Like, oh like, yeah, so bad. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know if I would have the means to do it. You know, so right. I just, yeah, I think yeah, a sucker punch in a crowded room and then blame DP for it or something. <laughs> who clearly would be with me. But, yeah, it was him. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, it'd be yeah. like a guy tripping at a kid rock concert and you suck yes. punching him yeah. Yeah. <laughs> broke my knuckle right yeah, uh, other, yeah, other, yeah. Than, other yeah. than that i wouldn't mind pitching fucking nurse ratchet out a window um mm, that's good other than that yeah i'd, I'd say commodus he, he's a good one yeah that is that's a good one how about you how about you aj what do you got who do you want to fight i'll go with the very first one that popped into my head i don't know why it popped in my head Obviously, we're doing actors because if it was filmmaker James Cameron, we'd get kicking <laughs> every day of the year for the next 10 years. By me. Wow. But an actor and a character it would be Warden Norton from Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't, yeah. he would, he would not go down easy. I don't think. I think that would be, you'd have a fight on your hands. You'd I punch think. him and he'd just take his glasses off and you'd be like, yeah, oh, you'd shit. be like, oh, now I've fucking stepped in it. Like, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, he, all the, oh, like, communists got what was coming. To, like, they all get what they com- had coming to him in the movie. But, mm. you know, I, I want to get to him before all that shit happens so I can just, you know, pummel his face in before, mm-hmm. before oh, you a- know, before he gets Tommy killed and all that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He's Tommy a killed. twat. Yeah. yeah he's so, really a, just a bad dude. So, yeah. yeah. God, I, I, re- I wish I remembered the line because it'd be funny. But the, the one line he has about, like, the engines dancing around the yeah. fire, and yeah. you're like, "Oh, you!" Cunt. Well, that's that's exactly yeah. what he says. We'll dance around it like engines. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, gonna, gonna light the library on fire. You'll see yes. the flames for miles. <laughs> yeah, God, he's so bad. God, he is fucking punchable. As I mean, well. I guess yep. as as a collective, as a as an entire movie council, we would like to fight the entire cast of characters from Mystic River. Like, oh, imagine God, that the yeah. four of us just squaring off with all yeah. of them. Is and that my black Bacon. eye in yeah, there? I mean, yeah, I mean them. I don't mean like Kevin Bacon. I mean like the right. It'd, it'd be like the, it'd be like divide and conquer. Like you know, mm. like like T.W. would run up during the parade and like punch Tim Robbins at the yeah. end. Yeah, you know, in that in that little 
scrum with Sean Penn yeah. yelling out for his daughter. I go yeah. running up with an uppercut. Yeah. Like at, 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 at one point, RKO I'd have to, out of nowhere. At one point, I'd have to. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. At one point, I'd be have even to, better. Just absolutely mug Marsha Gay hard. At some point. <laughs> just like yes. Just like, a, like I a, would lobby to take her. So yeah. Easy. yeah. Just like a dirty <laughs> hit. Like, like it'll look like a dirty hit in a hockey game. Like up against the boards. Like fucking. So yeah, some Claude oh. Lemieux shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Mark Marky takes a chair to Laura Linney or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I'd put a low-grade blade into Lawrence Fishburne. I love that guy, but he's so fucking bad in that movie. <laughs> fucking Did useless. You say a low-grade yeah, blade. Yeah, like like a small blade, like into his rib cage, you know. Oh, so he slowly yes. dies, like a like a rusty. So he dies. No, yeah. that that comment. A rusty low, shiv. Low-grade yeah. blade has yeah, so much you know, like story like, behind in, it. In my kitchen, there's like this little knife. It's like the blade's like this big. I want to put that into Lawrence Fishburne's character's yeah. ribcage, his <laughs> pancreas, and watch him slowly die. From Who it. knows? Like he yeah. doesn't know. Like for a few days, he's like, "God, I got this weird pain in my side." I don't know how many types I, of hepatitis yeah. are on that knife already. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and he's just like he's like I don't Hopefully I don't have a, I, I don't have a primary care physician, so I'm not going to go, you know, see anybody. And then it's too late, and he's dead. So that that would be. <laughs> All of those of low grade blade. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, Mark. Like I do. Little... That, that's very creative. I love it. Yeah, I, I definitely call oh, well, Sean. But... I definitely call Sean Penn. I think I deserve that. <laughs> oh, like dude, like when, take it. Yeah. AJ, when absolutely when... RKO that guy out of nowhere. AJ, when they're when they're holding him and he's like, ah, is that yeah, my daughter? That. Suddenly, you just put a blade across his throat, <laughs> like, and his jugular just you know just everywhere. Zero that's remorse. Yours. Zero remorse. Yeah. Too. Like, yeah. Zero. See, the way I was imagining it is that we take out all the others first. And so then Sean mm. Penn is starting to wonder what's happening to all of his. Right. Yeah. right. And and nervous my, and are those my co-stars over there? Yeah. And then it's just him left. And then all of us come out of the shadows together and we all just take turns. Just you know, curb If that was the Mystic River movie, I would actually, would it would be a great movie. Like, that would be yeah. awesome. Way better than the actual movie. So. It'd be like the scene with when Private Pile got the blanket party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of us but, coming out but, hitting them with a bar of soap and a towel, but like yeah. a thousand times worse. You know what, DP? Now that you bring it up, like the fucking version of Private Pile that blows his head off, I'd like to fight him. Right? Yeah, like he, he's gonna come in too, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that crazy <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, throw a cheap shot of that twat. <laughs> like I don't want to fight any of these people. I just want to throw a cheap shot. Right? Yeah. What, what about what about what about the fucking what's his name? The the drill sergeant. No, see, I mean oh, that guy's yeah, at least I like funny. Him. I mean he's funny, you know. Right, yeah, but yeah. I mean if I he was yelling if he was yelling Wait, at you like that. Ooh. Yeah. What if he was yelling at me, then I would uh I'd call it quits. I'd be packing. Yeah. Bag. Like, yeah, you are very motivating, sir, to get me home. <laughs> yeah, I just don't put donuts in your footlocker, Marky. You'll be fine. Don't yeah, worry. because you are a disgusting fat yeah. body, Private Pile. DP, here's the thing about that question. Like, we could have devoted a whole episode to that. Yeah, that's great. Right. So, yeah. that's, my, gonna... my mind is still wheeling. Maybe. Like, other yeah, like, so, like, DP, you had mentioned doing more top ten episodes. That could be mm-hmm. like. Top, top 10, 10 people, people that, deserve. that deserve a whooping, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. So I'm actually go. gonna write that one, yeah, down. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Record that one in your notebook, yeah, because then when we'll and then we take that list and we shove that shit in the vault, all right, yeah, that goes out uh, with all the that, good shit. that is a great that would be a great tournament. The the number one person 
that deserves an ass whooping. So the only thing with that, Mark, is I think there would be a lot of the the villains would be in that. We sure. you know you know what I mean. We'd have to set up some parameters. We can uh, Commodus made like the fucking Sweet Sixteen, and like in our you yeah, know I mean? like, that's true. Yeah, wasn't Ward, wasn't Warden Norton in it? He, he made. He made. I feel like he maybe got yeah. through the first round. Tell you what, the kid from Jerry Maguire wasn't in it, and mm. that kid deserves to get punched. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, right. Right. so does Renee Zellweger, but hey, yeah. <laughs> oh god, yeah, a stupid face on her. Zellweger, yeah. all pruned up and stuff. Yeah, imagine like the reaction to a punch to the face with that face. It would just be like, <laughs> I imagine they're just swallowing your fist. Yeah, like, yeah, like you'd lose that fight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> her only redeeming quality was she was in me myself and I read what you care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. That's tenuous at best. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying here. But she was nominated for Nurse Betty, which I thought was so fucking overrated. Anyways, we can mm. we can do this all. Richard Jones day. Diary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? That's actually a good. Uh, we we should get into the movies, right? The movies that we reviewed. Yeah, you guys want yeah, to do yeah, it? yeah. And that's actually a pretty good uh, segue, AJ, because Bridget Jones Diary. Hugh Grant is a twat in that, and he's a twat in this movie that he we plays uh, such reviewed. a good twat. He always is, and we uh, so we are reviewing the Dungeons and Dragons movie, and let's let's um talk real quick because oh. when I saw this, yeah, sorry, DP. Uh, actually, it, well, uh, there's one more question I want to ask, and it is it's related to the Dungeons okay. and Dragons movie. Yeah, um, it, it's one of those things that I saw posed online uh, in the past. Like, like, which Chris has the best filmography? Is it Chris Pine? Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, or Chris Hemsworth. Hmm. And, and all of them, you know, like uh, Pratt and Hemsworth and Evans got all those Marvel movies under their belt. Yeah. But Chris Pine's got the Star Trek movies under his belt. I was going to bring that up tonight, yeah. Um, And at the end of the day, so, you know, like I know Evans was in Snowpiercer, which was apparently really good. Solid yeah, flick. I like, yeah, I like good flick. Yeah. Disagree. But Chris Pine... <laughs> Was in Hell or High Water, so which yeah. I gotta say that movie alone makes it so Chris Pine's at the top of my list. Yeah, where are you guys on this? Hey, are you with me? Is he got the best filmography because of Hell or High Water, or am I just way too in love with that? Well, movie? there's there's a lot of opinion that's going to be weighted on these, mm. right? And my oh, yeah, opinion, my opinion is for Chris Pine because I think I believe he's the better actor, and I enjoy his movies that he's done more for what they are. Like you mm-hmm. said, Hell or High Water and even the Star Trek movies. Like they, they've got yeah, kind of I a different flavor. So good. Those movies yeah. are amazing. Now scratch Wonder Woman off 84. Go oh, ahead. 84. Yeah. The but first the first Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman's first one is amazing. good. Yeah. 84, strike that from the record. Doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So um, in, I love I love Chris Pat, Chris Evans, uh, and Hemsworth. Um, is Evans? Evans has not another teen movie. One of the best movies, right? Movies yeah, that time. that is a good one. I I gotta give him credit. Chris Evans is in Cellular. I love that movie. For some mm. stuff. I, forgot about that. <laughs> I don't know why it's so bad, but I love it. Oh, and Chris Pine. Uh, I wanted to talk about this when we were getting into the Dungeons movie, but um, his breakout role, Smoke and Aces. I love yeah. that movie when it came out. Yeah, uh, I don't know how it holds up mm-hmm. now, but you know that was like early college for me when it came out, and it was the shit. But yeah, for me, it's Chris Pine. Yeah. Uh, with the AJ, who, which Chris do you prefer? I don't even know anything Chris Hemsworth's been in. Um, I've I don't seen love... Thor Ragnarok. Seen Thor? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was Liam Hemsworth. Though. No, that's no, Chris that's... Hemsworth. 
Yeah, there's a Thor. there's a Luke Hemsworth too, AJ. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Chris I'll, is Thor. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Agre- <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> I, I don't He's like a person. I don't like Chris Pratt at all. So it's really between. Wow. Evans really. And, yeah. What the mm. hell is he? Is he good for? Just um, because it's Audrey Plaza's boyfriend. And yeah, and AJ's right. super jealous of him because well, he's madly in love with him. I mean, Guardians. I've never, I've, never, I've never seen that, so I've never seen anything Guardians. You've never Guardians seen Guardians Volume oh. 3. All Guardi- three of them are amazing. Guardians All of them are good, man. So good, yeah. He's all right, but I'm not a, really a fan. He's a fucking so, goofball. He's not a great actor. He's a goofball. Yeah. So it comes exactly. to, fine, fine. It comes down a, to Evans and Pine. Yeah. comes down to Evans and Pine. I like Evans. I think yeah, I I could go with Pine just because yeah. out of all of them, he was in the best movie of all of them. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, it's not close. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that that gets into. I mean, if it was and close, was, yeah. Sorry, yo, go ahead, AJ. Go ahead. And he's in the one we're talking about tonight. Exactly. I was going to say if it was if it was close, it's mm-hmm. not after Dungeons and Dragons. And let me just say. When this movie was first, um, you know, the trailer came out and everything, I was just like, it's fucking Dungeons. They've done other movies. And, I think this is the yeah, fifth. It's like the fourth or fifth yeah, one. It's, I yeah. was just like, meh, because mm. it's like they've all been garbage. So I didn't think. They're all right. disconnected, though, aren't they? They're not like. Yeah, no there's problems. no yeah. continuity between them. It's right. sort of weird. So, shit. Yeah. I did so, see that this one's a bit of a somehow a remake, though. Yeah. Oh, but so, so okay. what we looked, what I looked at was something I couldn't ignore was the the reviews for this movie. Because this movie actually came out at the end of March mm-hmm. um, in the theaters, and it just came out on Paramount just recently, uh, within the last couple of weeks, I believe. Um, and uh, critics, 90, audience, 93. And I'm just like, I remember seeing that being like, Dungeons and Dragons, something really? Something doesn't add up. Yeah, it didn't make sense. Um, and I never played Dungeons and Dragons, by the way, growing up. So I'm, I'm, I have a yeah. Marky, Marky, you might, that might be a little past. Yeah, time. I'm sure Marky and AJ probably played because they're fucking nerds. But I actually me, never, yeah, I never played. I was I, too busy like scoring with chicks, you know? Yeah, no, I was super cool. DP, your nose. Yes. Yeah, you play DP. My, my pants are on fire right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Marky, Marky probably played Magic: The Gathering. Is is yeah. my guess? Oh, yeah. But I was no or uh, Yu Gi Oh. I was <laughs> I was the asshole in high that. school that actively harassed those kids playing those games. <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> But now I've, I've got uh, a little bit of interest in D and D. Yeah, I do too. Like I, I remember, I think I tried to play that let's, game one time with our. Let's do a spinoff co- podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons. Well, right. so, a- AJ, I, AJ and DP, you'll like this. I tried to play that game one time with our creepy cousin Chris when I was young. <laughs> and, um, and uh, I love alliteration. I, I think I think he just you know tried to fondle me most of the game. So <laughs> I, I couldn't really get into it really, but um, the. So I never, I never actually played, and so I actually, no, DP, how, did you actually play Dungeons and Dragons? I did, yes. Okay, so let yeah. me ask you this before we get into the movie, just real quick, because we're gonna get into it. I'm gonna, we'll talk about the plot and all that stuff because it's really cool. But before we do that, the one thing that was po- like getting into my head during it was like, obviously, since the the critics and everything, and then so many people have watched it. And most people have not played Dungeons and Dragons, but people still love mm-hmm. it. So, for someone who has played, does it hold up? Like, does it like? Do you sit? Did you watch it and go, "Oh shit, yeah, that's something that you know happened when I played"? 
Hundred percent, yes. Okay. And, and the whole movie, even like down to, um, the characters' names, just felt like names my friends had fucking come up with for their characters <laughs> right. and shit like that. You know, like I don't know. It it felt very much <laughs> like Jonathan. Uh, yeah, a, a quest my friends and I fight when I was in Phil Brathwaite's basement. Um, Club Zero. <laughs> I don't know, but that's that is where we played was in his basement. So, yeah. but no, it it felt very much like that. And me personally, um, I I always wanted to run like my character. I always was a thief, and it was like my favorite fucking character to run. And the fact that that was the leak, Chris Pine was a thief. That was his thing. Yeah, it fucking it, yeah, it was perfect for me. So, well, that's really cool. DP. So let me just real quick. And now that was the one thing I, I wondered about it. Cause obviously mm. to the, to the people who haven't watched it, like, you know, played Dungeons and Dragons, obviously it, the movie, it, it didn't change anything because the movie, how well received it was. So um, let me just give a quick um, synopsis. Please. This is it. Uh, a charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers undertake an epic heist to retrieve a lost relic, but things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves brings a rich world and playful spirit of the legendary role-playing game to the big screen in a hilarious and action-packed adventure. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Um, so why don't we just get some feelings about it? AJ, this is I I look, I I know this is a type of movie that DP and Marky, I would assume, would would enjoy. You and me, we might be a little bit of a coin flip. AJ, how did you feel about DD? Well, I actually watched it before the last podcast. I saw, saw this a few weeks ago. Okay. Oh, really? All right. Yeah, yeah. Soon after it released on Paramount Plus, um, and uh, even though I didn't play Dungeons and Dragons at all, which is odd now because I find myself, you know, gravitating towards. <laughs> yeah, you would love Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, now. like yeah, the, the right. nerd is inside of you. You yeah, just didn't right. find it back then. Right. Yeah, I get you. And and I do. I, you know, over the years, I played video games, and I did gravitate towards like games that sort of leaned into that genre, so to speak. Yeah. Right. So I and novels too, right? Novels too. Yes, thank you, Marky. Um, very much so. And um, the funny part is, like, I did sort of get some of the references, the little Easter eggs that were like showing up here and there that were like odes to Dungeons and Dragons, whether it was the name of like a part of the world or whatever. And you just got a sense of like there was some there was some reference that I, I was from like that I got from like Never Winter Nights or something. Like I there was some like references that sort of like I was like, oh that's Dungeons and Dragons for sure. Like that's something I've heard before. But as far as the movie goes, I uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Cool. I really, really liked it. Like, I laughed all the way through pretty much. I thought it was freaking hilarious. I even thought, what's his name? Uh, is that like total stiff? Like, uh, what the heck's his name? Is Roger Jean Page? Yeah, Bridgerton yeah. guy. Yeah. I thought, Zinek or something I, like that. yeah, Zank. Yeah. Zank. Or is that Zank. Yeah. So yeah. I oh, thought, yeah. I thought the thing with him and Chris Pine was his character was hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> He's like, why, why is this guy right next to me right now? Like, it's like just a little <laughs> can somebody else make. ride next to him? Yeah, please? Can, yeah, that's what he said. Can yeah. somebody else ride next to this guy? 
Remember, remember, when he, remember when he walks over the rock because he, he doesn't want to. He has like, going to go around it. No, nope. he walks walking in a right straight over. line, doesn't he? Oh, oh coming to a rock. But, can he go around it? Walks right over it. Nope. Big fan. I, I, I think the movie like it, it, it goes for it in that way. You know what I mean? Like it, it commits to the joke that it's telling, and to the to the story, which is you know wild, and they have like really cool set pieces with that big fat dragon, and yeah. and at the and at the end, the scene, the the whole scene in the city at the end when they're fighting the uh, the dark uh, sorceress, etc. Yeah. But I was a huge fan of this. I would go watch it again tonight if I didn't have to go to bed. Super rewatchable, right? Yeah, it very is. rewatchable. I almost watched it again tonight just to like sort of mm-hmm. refresh my memory on it. But I will definitely go back to it because. Uh, I thought Pine was freaking hilarious. It's not, like you, you mentioned, he the things that he does are very serious. There's a lot of serious stuff to Star Trek, uh, Hella High Water, whatever. It's rare that you get to see him sort of like flex his comedy chops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I it's thought funny. like he really is funny. Like he's a funny yeah. dude. Good, good, um, I thought Michelle, yeah, it's great timing. I thought, Michelle Rodriguez, timing. I thought Michelle Rodriguez was good. Um, they, had, they, they made a nice pair. Um, I thought it was hilarious how she likes little people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's her, that's her thing. Yeah. Tiny so, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. I so love Br- Tiny Bradley Cooper. <laughs> AJ, can I can I can I jump in real quick on the, the chemistry with the, I actually thought the chemistry with all four of them in the group, because so you got you got mm-hmm. Chris Pye, Michelle Rodriguez. Oh yeah. Know, but um you got the the kid who's like a sorcerer and you got the yeah. uh, Dork, Dork, Smith. you know. Uh, I no. actually thought the chemistry with all four of them was mm-hmm. about as good as a group in a movie has been. I can't tell you the last time. Everything super just like bad, maybe, maybe, but like everything yeah. just, but like four people like together the whole time, it, mm. they, they gelled so well. That is so rare to see. Even when and, Zank came in as a fifth, like it, it yeah, was, he was yeah, great too. He great fit balance. right in. Side yeah. note on him. I have a new funny. fucking man crush. Is there like a holy guy fuck than that dude? Dude, I I gotta say that was the thing. Like he was like uh, super hot right after Bridgerton. Yeah. Yes. And oh, that's I, I gotta say, like I, yep. I didn't really see it then, but when he first fucking walked on in this movie, I was like, holy fuck, dark skin. This dude like, is hot. Like dude, <laughs> yeah. dude. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't actively try to go blow this guy. But if he but asked, like, yeah, like if, yes. if, if, yeah. It, like if if like the situation arised, Just I don't think quick. I'd have I don't know, I think I'd have a choice in the matter, right? That dude is God, so him. He damn. Woo! Real quick about him, he, he did movie. um, yeah, he, he did he did um host Saturday Night Live, so he's mm-hmm. you know he, he did pretty well on there too. I thought, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, I, I yeah, liked his episode, yeah, he did good. So I think he's got the comedy chops too, and I think he's pretty talented guy. So. um yeah, it all worked. It all worked for me. The quest was hilariously uh, like there were a lot of odes to like doing like a fantasy quest with like the rogue and the or whatever she was shape shifting like druid mm-hmm. thingy druid, and like yeah. the yeah, the, the, the mage and you know mm-hmm. and the barbarian uh, a warrior type in Michelle Rodriguez. I thought that it was just it was just, just so the, the well done. Right. The the treasure, the uh the relics, like the helm. Yes, these all things, that. The, the spells, the, like everything the, was the, the walking really, staff. Yeah. It was so cool. Marky, what now that you're going, why did you did, did you I, you loved it, didn't you? I loved it. I was yeah. very surprised. Uh, I'm glad that you proposed it for movie choice because 
maybe eventually I would have seen it at some point, but I'm glad that you put it in front of me now. Um, it, when it was done, I was sad that it was over. I wish that there was more. Yeah, I was too. It's I was two, totally two into hour, it. Almost two hours and 20 minutes, like two hours and 17 minutes. I yeah. was legitimately sad that it was done. I immediately started like looking up stuff on the movie, like trivia and just like digging into it more. Um, I, and like you said, the rewatchability, like I was already thinking like, I want to watch this movie again real mm-hmm. soon. I like that tremendously. Um, Chris Pine was outstanding. Like just you said, his, best. his mm-hmm. comedic chops and his timing is some of the best. I, mm-hmm. It's hard to compare. Like it's, it's, it's incredible how good he did and michelle rodriguez for me i've always kind of thought of her as a placeholder but i think she really uh shown in this movie mm-hmm. she was shining i mean she was fantastic Marky, as can i ask you a quick question about uh-huh. her can i just because you know as a man for me i don't know what it is about that girl i don't know either she is so hot even though she's kind of is it is it bad to say she's a little mannish looking no i think what you're what uh what you're leaning in towards is uh snoo snoo it's uh from futurama they coined the phrase when uh captain zap brannigan mm-hmm. and fry were captured on this amazon planet and they were sentenced to death by snoo snoo and it was all these like muscular women that were gonna bang <laughs> yeah. them to death <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what a way to go i mean like she's there's something about, I don't know what it is. I mean, even like back in the day, like the fact that she's in the first Fast and the Furious, she's in, uh, mm-hmm. she remember she's on Lost and she got yep, DUI yep. when she was on Lost and they had to kill her off. But um, God, I, and real quick, can she's, I just throw this in there? And I'm, maybe, maybe we'll get sued for this. I, I, I don't really care at this point. I know a dude, I know a dude, AJ, from you and I used to work at that restaurant in Waltham together. A guy who used to come in there claimed that he had a three-way with his girlfriend and Michelle Rodriguez when he was in Miami. He huh. well, he said it was more that he watched the two of them, but still. <laughs> I, I say it. It. Uh, just yeah. imagine because she and I looked it up. She's into girls too. I, I I would five. venture to think so. Well, if you looked but, it up, I, I suppose it's true. It, it's on mm. Wikipedia. The, that the means it's true. <laughs> She's Sorry, time. Case, she's timeless, by the way. Like she hasn't aged in twenty years. No, she's no. fucking great, man. And she's a little yeah. one-dimensional, but it works. But you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good. It was a good part for her. It was like it was well, well casted. Excellent, excellent part for her. And it's, yeah, good and casting. She, and but she brought out more than I've seen her ever do before. It, granted, it was a little bit light and uh, thin. Oh, yeah. But that's kind of what the character called for. It wasn't supposed to be over the top like Chris Pine or right. Hugh Grant. Right. Hugh Grant, right. Hugh phenomenal. Grant was great in this. So he good. was freaking great in this. Yeah. Much a slimy piece of shit. The, he was just you, awesome. the minute you saw Hugh Grant, you knew it was going to go bad. Like, yeah. you know, he's just such he's a, a double dick. crosser. He's always a double crosser. Yeah. That's what he's going to be. He's um, even a dick in Bridget Jones. Remember at the end, it turns <laughs> out he's a dickhead? Like, he's always a dickhead. But the the world, you know, I never played D anD D either. But and so I didn't know much of the. I the only thing I really recognized was the mimic that treasure chest with the teeth and the tongue. Oh yes, (laughs) yes, I forgot about that. The mimic that's a Dark Souls thing too. Right. So I have seen those before. Um, but other than that, I didn't really know much. But just the fantasy world building was fantastic. The pacing of the movie was great. The special effects blended so well with the practical effects it, mm. if you guys noticed there was a, there was a lot of like practical costumes that the that the people had mm-hmm. on 
the, fucking the, Jonathan was Jonathan. a complete practical costume. He was, yeah. yeah. And and like the the there's like a lion person and they were gonna let them go too. Sorry. <laughs> I know. Yeah, fucking pardoned them. You were pardoned. <laughs> fucking idiots. That opening scene with him telling that story is like, I'm sorry. What's the update on Jonathan? Is he gonna <laughs> be here soon? <laughs> really needed him. Yeah. And then when he walks in, he's like, he's so happy to see him. Jonathan. <laughs> It's, I, I was chuckling and laughing My the goodness. whole way through the movie. That final scene when Hugh Grant tried to take Jonathan out the window and hit a brick wall. Yeah, I, I laughed <laughs> so coming, yeah. loud. I, I embarrassingly <laughs> laughed out loud when I saw that. Yeah. I love this movie up and down. I mean, they yeah, I think they really nailed it. I I can see why the 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 scores are so high because mm. you don't need to be a fan or even know what D and D is, and it's just it's just great. I mean, it's the jokes are fantastic. One of my favorite scenes in the movie was when they're uh, breaking into the kingdom at the end, and they have uh, Chris Pine's character is like a a mimic or whatever. It's him playing his lute, and he's dancing mm-hmm. and singing. But then he's <laughs> oh, like, and his face starts all distorting. He starts, gl- he starts glitching out. So yeah, funny. and the guard that's watching him just says, "What madness is this?" That's the <laughs> the best one line by an extra. Ever. Like the guy's Ooh. face is delivered. Like there was just the casting is 10 out of 10, 10 points all the way around. Whoever is in charge of casting nailed it. Yeah. Um, they, they did. They did. The, the, you know, the kid that played the mage, uh, I've never seen him before, but he was really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was really good. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed like his journey from beginning to end in the movie. It was hilarious. Yeah. Real quick mm. before I pass the torch. Um, you know, I was looking up the creators of this movie. Did you guys realize that one of the uh, it's just like mm-hmm. co-writer is the kid from Waiting? Yeah, Mitch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, as soon as I saw his face, the kid like, that doesn't shit. talk until the very end when he does the goat to everybody. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, that it, dude. Yeah, yeah, Mitch. Remember, he's the guy that's getting trained, and they don't want him talking yeah. the whole movie. So that yeah, he's him and the other guy. They've done like a bunch of shit together, like horrible bosses and Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. a compare. They I think one of them was in uh, Freaks and Geeks too, wasn't he? That might have been that kid. Yeah. yeah, but he's Mitch in Waiting. You know that fucking kid. Yeah, mm. big teeth. Yeah, exactly. DP, you love Dungeons and Dragons, didn't you? I did a hundred percent. Um, uh, I, I was trying to. So, if I'm gonna find anything, um, to say negative about it, I, I will say the the only thing. So. I liked Michelle Rodriguez. Like I thought her performance was really good, mm-hmm. but I do at the same time, like some of the choices she made as an actress just felt a little weird and off putting. Like the, the scene when she's talking to like mini Bradley Cooper <laughs> and, and just like, so like the way she's sitting there with her hand on her hip and she's very stiff. Like I I know that was a character choice, but it just I don't know. It, it felt weird to me. Like it, it, that one part kind of took me out for a second, mm-hmm. but the rest of the time I thought she was fucking perfect. But yeah, if I'm gonna find something negative to say, that would be about it. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it was fucking great. I loved the um, uh, like I said, the sorcerer there, Justice Smith. Uh, his whole arc of having to believe in himself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in order to actually become like a great fucking sorcerer. I loved that whole thing. And 
the the way um Ed there, Chris Pine's character, you know, uh like led him to that. Like he never straight out said, Hey, just believe in yourself. He just kind of kept kind of leading him there and got him to that point where he fucking believed in himself and was able to use the helmet. I I loved that whole fucking arc. I thought well, that was excellent. DP, yeah. remember they asked him, uh, Chris Pine at one point, Doric asked him, like, what do you do? And he's like, I make the plans. Yeah. And it's like, and it almost looked like he was kind of like mm, reaching, but that mm-hmm. that is, he's like the the architect of the movie. Yes. Like he's, he's the one that, like, like yeah. he doesn't just make the plans, but yeah. he kind of helps everyone be the best version yeah. of themselves and in a weird I, way I loved it yeah i, I thought puts that them in the right excellent. place where they need but, to be yeah. by the way i love i love the like the portal gun or the portals like the yes the hither tither hither tither yeah that was so yeah, yeah, cool. yeah but it reminds me of the game portal where they that's exactly mm-hmm. what but like, like exactly but like aj right. right before the the hither tither remember when the fucking kid stepped on the bridge and it just all yeah. <laughs> Like, I didn't so realize just the one brick there. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. that's a that's a structural flaw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was terrific. But I I, I loved it. Um, yeah. um, his daughter. So again, some of the stuff was like, baby, I saw it coming. You know, well, like, yeah, the, they weren't the, trying the to final fool you. Scene, yeah, when he's like, all right, hey, just use your amulet and hide. You knew she was going to come back and help them win. That was you know? it. Was still cool though. It was but still, it was still cool. exactly. Yeah. You yeah. knew it was coming, but it still fucking worked. Yeah, really goes to show how well done it was. Because I knew, yeah, I knew he was, was going to awesome. use the thing to bring Michelle Rodriguez's character back. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like, right. I knew just that was it's coming. Obvious, just because it's obvious, it just mean it's not awesome. Well, you know? mm-hmm. right, it worked. It worked exactly. really well. It was. Yeah. It was the, the payoff was there. It worked yeah. really well and. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone won in the end, and that's yeah. the way these movies are supposed to end. Yeah. Can, can I tell you? Exactly. I, I did get choked up when uh, she was. Like I said, I I saw that too. It was telegraphed, and so there was no like kind of emotional tie to it. But when Michelle Rodriguez gets back, brought back, she says, "Why did you waste it on me?" Yeah. And like oh, that, that yeah. choked me up. I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" Like, well, she's that's... a warrior, you know. Like yeah. that, it, it mm-hmm. makes sense, but. She's happy, but at the same time, she's like, "Why'd you waste it on me?" Yeah, it was that was sweet. I was thinking to myself, "You bring the wife back at this point. It's been so many days. But it's gonna be like pet cemetery." Like, yeah. Right? <laughs> well, well, can it be just... like those dudes I got to ask five questions? So to? I was just gonna bring that up, DP. <laughs> that was the funniest part of the movie. Absolutely. That shit. Best that shit scene. reminded me of like Monty Python. Like, yes, that, yes, like, yes. That was like same sensibility. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. god, when they like kept like asking questions by accident and then they just die. <laughs> Wait, does that count as a question? Yes. yes. <laughs> the That's creators, right? the creators yes. of the movie said that uh Monty Python was one of their inspirations. Oh, Had really? Be, right? Yeah. It makes That's perfect what it sense. Seemed like. Right? Like, yeah. and, like, oh my god, when they would go from coffin to coffin, and then they like remember like the last guy, they were just like, What's your favorite book? And he's just <laughs> ready to go on for ages <laughs> and they just walk away he's like there's only four questions <laughs> damn it <laughs> that is the funniest part like i actually oh, that was watched that whole scene that rewired it back and watched it again yeah it was so goddamn mm-hmm. is it i think i think he he even asked and asked like why five it's like such an arbitrary yeah. <laughs> yeah. So arbitrary. Like, i don't know it's just what it is it's just what it is know. five you questions know, when looking up, up uh trivia of this movie um the creators of it, uh, the writers and directors, they said that they wanted to make a funny movie, 
but they didn't want to make a spoof. And yeah. I think they they towed that line perfectly because it, that was it a is balance. a very it is a great balance. It's a very funny movie, but it's not like a a joke the entire time. It's serious. There's action, and just the the way that they're mm-hmm. able to tie it together. But the 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 comedy in it is just perfect. Right. It's, it's not it's not like an Austin Powers where it's like a total no. spoof. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. They respect the source material, and yeah. Right, tossed in like some very like respectful Easter eggs about like mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. Like they really they paid like homage to like the idea of D and D going on the quest and all that. And they they right. they were like you know it was they I think they really you know respected the genre so to speak. Right? Or yeah. The, you know the whole concept. So. Hey, can I? Um, Which I loved. I loved. It was just it just all worked for me. It did. It yeah. all worked. The only other thing on my notes that I didn't say, and it was just one thing because <laughs> I was taking notes when I was watching the movie. Mm. We talked about the scene where she puts the the fucking the, the daughter puts the bracelet on Sophina, um, mm-hmm. who was a pretty vicious villain. Oof, I mean, she was, she was a bad. good villain, yeah. But what about that kill from the Doric when she's the owl bear? And oh, she that she pushes that girl shit in like it's just it is because remember he's like and now this has to happen. What a violent fucking kill that was! Mm -hmm. That was PG. Was it PG or PG thirteen? Because she was ramming her fucking head into the goddamn bricks after that. She it was see here. What a Mm -hmm. vicious kill that was! It's just somebody just like thirteen. It was just this moment where. You know, the movies had like had like obviously people getting stabbed and shit like that. And you know, like when they had the uh, the assassins, you know, chopping people's heads off. That was the most like realistic shit kicking I've seen. Like in that mm-hmm. movie. Like because remember, like they're like, Oh, I think she's dead, and then she like she was still breathing, she's just ramming her head back into the fucking like yeah. it was that was I, I watched that part back like six times. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah, the whole, whole point was there, very, there was no rewarding. redeeming qualities on that dark sorceress. Just bash yeah. her head in the ground. Like, she beat her fucking ass. Like it was just like it was, and I loved all the little like because like, half the movie she's like flying around as like an insect, and then she's an owl bear pushing someone's shit in at the end. Like I right? love that character. <laughs> Very I reminiscent of Hulk from the first Avengers movie. Yes. Possibly. Yeah, exactly. that's that's when it. Slammed, that was definitely it. back and forth. That's what it reminded me of. It reminded yep. me of like a Marvel moment. Like, but it was like, and it was just suddenly out of the blue. Nothing like that had happened the whole movie. And then yeah. bang. And then she just <laughs> it's like she just knew to transform into that because you know, but she was the owl bear at the beginning. Yeah. Right? Remember? Mm-hmm. What an ass kicking that girl took at the end to fucking die. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. a shit mm-hmm. beat. Awesome. Is she just, really dead though? Because awesome. she's a three hundred year old lo- sorceress. Yeah, she launched her up. Well, remember, like the shake just kept falling on her afterwards. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I think she's dead. <laughs> but Chris Pine, you guys are right. Chris Pine was at his absolute best. There was a moment where they were all floating away on the boat, and then like mm-hmm. they realized she was trying to cast a spell. Yeah, and, and he was and like, ah. Like, like they all looked at me he's, like, he's like it was it was the reaction everybody had in that moment they were like oh no. and he, he goes oh yet yeah. <laughs> turns the boat around I'm like yeah that's the moment of the movie so mm-hmm. I, man i fucking love this movie i mean yeah, like, was like you guys are saying like i was i was chuckling all the way through but like mm-hmm. two hours and 15 minutes, it didn't feel like it. And it was a long mm-hmm. adventure. They were doing a lot of different shit, meeting a lot of different characters, going on all different quests, just like the game is. Yes, I was going to so, say, because because yes. that was the thing. There's a few times where it felt like, 
all right, they could complete this and this will be the end of the movie. But, but they like, no, this. they complete this and then they're going to go on that quest and then that quest. That's the and, game. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I thought they, they handled that perfectly. So fucking cool. So, so I, I will, I, I have to say, I hope um, this turns into like, you know, I don't know. Uh, a franchise? Don't know, a franchise or they make another one at least. Mm-hmm. So I, I, read, I, I read like about that. it. Yeah, Marky, I read about it. Um, they're not looking to do like a franchise, like like a sequel to this movie. But what they're they first of all, they've already greenlit a um, a TV show. They're trying to okay. They're not trying to do a franchise, but they're trying to do like a universe where they're going to have different characters and different spinoffs and different things like that. And apparently, I don't know what the show is, but there's already been like a twelve episode show greenlit for Paramount. Cool. I don't know how I feel about that. I, feel like I know I, 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 I feel I like I'd too. like a sequel. I would too. But uh, well, but that's the thing they're saying. All of those characters you'll see in the universe, and they'll be involved in other movies and spinoff TV shows and everything. That's what they're saying. I know. I felt the same way. If if any movie deserved a sequel, it's this. But oh, maybe they'll change their mind. Who knows? They've done over two hundred million dollars in the box office. Maybe they'll. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe they'll change Fucking their mind. Speaks. I'm sure. That's and I mean, you got to have. Chris Pine and Rod- Michelle Rodriguez and the Sorcerer Kid and the Druid Girl, like that, their team together was so good. And then you know, have uh, Zank come back. I-, I fell in love with all those people. Like I, yeah. I got to see more of them. Like I wouldn't mind a Zank spinoff. You know what I mean? Like I, I think those would be good. Right. Right? You know, but like that's what they're saying. They're, they, they have not. The, the the quote was, "We haven't envisioned this as a franchise, but we see a universe." So they're gonna. Mm-hmm. Try to and, and that is the thing with D D too, is there is such a wide range right. of fucking characters and stories, stories and yeah. you know, you keep it in that universe, but they can be very different from yeah. the yeah. previous one. So, so. yeah, I mean the, I hope like they gotta yeah, you gotta be careful though. Like, I mean, you don't wanna I don't know, stray too far from what made it so great. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I guess the more you expand the universe, the more risky run to like i don't know get too far away from that special sauce that made yeah. what yeah. we just watched I, so I great think right. that is undoubtedly gonna happen with yeah. every iteration they make after this it's right. unfortunate right. but that's just the way it's always been I know, it's I know. very rare when so i'm guys, cautioning them marky so yeah. guys <laughs> before we give um before we give some four five whatever star reviews let me ask one other question before we before we move on to the next movie um this this is a very well received movie, critically reviewed movie. Yeah. Um, made money. It's done well. Look, there's not gonna be any, you know, Oscars handed out for acting for this movie, but can you guys see it showing up at the Oscars as far as costume design, um, special photography, effects. special effects? Do you think it'll show up? I mean, they're starting to do that now with these movies. These movies are making so much money and they're so popular. Yeah. They are showing up now at the Oscars. Can you see anything? Yeah, uh, I mean, costume design, yeah. yes. Special effects too, I think. Honestly, or yeah, edit- sound editing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't mm. know if it's good or not. I don't know. It's hard for me to say. Like this early in the year. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say, but I mean, I think I think it was edited and shot really well. It really was. You know. Okay. Here, here, like... Here's a better question. Then here's a better question. Do you think? We're going to be the four of us are going to be talking about this when we do our top 10 at the end of the year. Right, right, right now, I would say yes. Yeah, yeah. I would I say can't, 
I can't think moment, of too yeah. many movies I'm going to love more than this because I really, really it was it. Mm-hmm. Maybe just be, part of it was ha- because my expectations were a bit low. Yeah. But it was just okay. such a fun fucking movie. Yeah, it's great. Like I said, yeah, like I wanted, I wanted to watch more. I was sad when it was done. I wanted it's like, like wildly exceeded going. Yeah, like wildly exceeded your expectations. Well, the characters are so yeah. likable, man. Like it's yeah, you want to know what's next. Uh, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, that's why we want a sequel, but apparently it's not happening. Right? No, I get it. I get it. I just, I was just putting my two cents in there. Like it's no, no. As, you're right. I think we all yeah. feel the same way. Yeah, <clears throat> but you know, they're gonna fuck with us apparently. Yeah, because I they they see like the money in you know more and more. Yeah, they're gonna fuck more. it up. Probably they're gonna more. fuck it up. The the kids that uh, worked that that made this one the the writers directors, I envision them moving on to their next project. They don't seem like the type of people that are yeah actually this the, wave. Uh, the person that they said was gonna direct the show was somebody different. But and I forget yeah, the per- yeah. but you would know his name. I forget. I can't think of it right now. But somebody who's done some stuff like that in that realm. So and as mm-hmm. we all know, when you like expand the universe, is I mean, even with like Marvel and stuff, there's a mixed bag out there. Star Wars is a mixed bag. Yeah. Like it's not all good, right? It mm. doesn't all like it doesn't all hit a home mm. run. It's not all the Mandalorian or whatever. Or, well, here's the thing: you know, we could probably we could probably go about this movie all night. So we should probably uh, call it. And uh, do our do our uh, ratings and move on to the next one. Um, AJ, rating for Dungeons and Dragons on it. Oh, wow! We're just gonna shoot right from the hip, four and a quarter. AJ, you know what? I was gonna wait till the end, but that's exactly what I was thinking too. Four and a quarter. DP, I'm at four. Okay. Yeah, I, I was. Terrific. I, I was like at three, okay, and three quarters and four, but now the more we talk about it. Yeah. The more I realize how much I really enjoyed everything Brilliant. about it. So, yeah, yeah. I think I'm for me, four stars. I think four and a quarter for me is is like rewatchability too. You know, like, mm. I want to see this one again. That and is the other thing. Again. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like if I watched it again, my rating mm-hmm. would probably go up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Marky. Yeah. Um. Before we recorded tonight, I was thinking three and a quarter. Uh, once we started talking, I was thinking that's just that now that. I, I'm spilling my guts about it. Like this is obviously a four, but I want to yeah. give it more. Um, and so I think I'm I'm going to go ahead and give that that extra push and, and bring it up to four and a quarter. Like AJ said, it's that rewatchability. Like I'm ready mm-hmm. to watch it again right now. It was yeah. so good, yeah. so good, yeah. such good flick. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, you know what? That you know, at some point, that might go into the vault. For Christ's sakes, that's how much well, like I, I, I was going to ask that yeah. question actually tonight. I mean, we don't have you know. What are you at, T Dubs? Well, I'm with you. you. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm with four and a quarter. I absolutely agree with you. That was the, wow. the first. That was the first rating that popped into my head. I remember thinking, yeah. by by remember thinking, I mean like two minutes ago. Um, I, I was like, oh, is that too much four and a quarter? But then you said right. it. No, I don't there. think so. I don't. I think loved so. it. I mean, I really yeah. enjoyed it. You so used that, the word. Mm-hmm. Lo- you've used the word love a few times. I think you I loved it. Four, you go over four for love. You know? I really that's, loved it, and that's that's the thing, right? Because I, I initially was thinking three and three quarters in my head because I was like, you can't give a a movie of this type, a fantasy movie, that high. I was like, why? Do whatever like, you want. Why? Why do we? It's yeah, we love movies, and I love this movie yeah. Uh, yeah. up mm-hmm. and down. I love it. I love my dead gay son. <laughs> what movie? Thanks, fuck. All right. Um, no, this is a terrific movie. It's super entertaining, rewatchable, and yeah. 
Go yeah. watch it. Yeah. yeah, please. And I'm disappointed at the direction they're going to take the, the future of this thing. But it's either here or there. It's either here or there. They made yeah. this thing, and I'm happy. It's Yeah, it's perfect as it is right now. So anything exactly. they do after this, they're going to fuck it up. It's fine. I still got this, and I'm happy. And I'll watch whatever next piece they yeah. put out. Yeah. Do you guys honestly feel like this is in its future? Yeah, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. My thoughts uh, are yes. We haven't done one of those episodes in a while. We have so many to put oh, in. Yeah, we haven't heard episode. that soundbite in a while. Oh, you know, shit. let's hear it one more time. I feel like I feel like based on even <laughs> just hearing hear the dust. I feel like I feel like even just like hearing the the sound, we should have a vault episode soon. Just like we, a yeah, it's been so long. A dedicated it has vault been a while. episode. Yeah. So long. Okay. So. Okay. All right. I, I agree with that. All right, boys. So, uh, great. Listen, great convo on Dungeons and Dragons. Great fucking movie. Who would have thought? Uh, really good. Yeah, I'm right? so surprised. But there's another movie we reviewed this week. Um, uh, and again, this is a movie I, I didn't even know existed just mm-hmm. until recently. But the, the fun thing about uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I love that website. I've made that very clear. We we all do. Yeah, is you can go. Well, yeah, I mean, we have a game we've played that I've. I'm a multiple time. That you've ruined because you're obsessed with the website. The so, belt. Yeah. The belt. The belt's <laughs> over there. Just saying, I can go get it if you want. But the um, uh, the thing. One of the cool things about Rotten Tomatoes is you can. Do, you can search for movies and go movies at home and do like genre and rating yeah. and tomato meter and what fucking streaming services it's on. So I did that and I see this movie called Still, a documentary, which I don't think we've ever reviewed a documentary on this on the show before, which is pretty cool. No, we haven't. Have it's we? shocking because AJ is obsessed with documentaries. He's so, recommended um, docs to us before. And I have, think he's I actually, yeah. them on certain things. But. Yeah. So, um, it's called Still. It's a Michael J. Fox documentary. I want to read you guys. And by the way, it's like I didn't write it down, but I want to say, hold on, I got it here. Ninety nine percent from the critics, ninety six oh, from the audience. How many? How many, how many critic reviews are we? One hundred forty. One hundred forty two. I don't know what twat. No, that's uh, a lot. Give it a that's bad a review. Uh, that was from one twat. It seems like they gave it a bad review, but only a hundred audience ratings. But it's at ninety six for that. So. Um, yeah, it is, I, I it is a long, it is a long, uh, bit of a long explanation on Rotten Tomatoes, based on you know compared to other movies. But I do want to read it because it is it is pretty uh, poignant for uh, yeah. what this movie yeah, is. Right. So all right, mm-hmm. this is how this is the Rotten Tomatoes description of this movie. The film, which will incorporate documentary, archival, and scripted elements, will recount Fox's extraordinary story in his own words. The improbable tale of an undersized kid from a Canadian army base who rose to the heights of stardom in 1980s Hollywood. The account of Fox's public life full of nostalgic thrills and cinematic gloss will unspool alongside his never-before-seen private journey, including the years that followed his diagnosis at 29 with Parkinson's disease. Intimate and honest and produced with unprecedented access to Fox and his family, the film will chronicle Fox's personal and professional triumphs and travails and we'll explore what happens when an incurable optimist confronts an incurable disease. With a mix of adventure and romance, comedy and drama, watching the film will feel like, well, like a Michael J. Fox movie. Mm-hmm. That encompasses this fucking movie perfectly. Yeah. Um, also, I should probably read for Audible. That's what I personally think. But uh, I just that's a side. That's a side thing. But um, 
this movie. Okay, let's uh, that we don't have to describe anything more about this movie because that just really um, said everything about what this documentary is about with Michael J. Fox and Marky. Yes, thank you. You just watched it. I want to go. Oh, DP, I'm sorry. Did you point at yourself? <laughs> no, go ahead. Marky can go first. You no, go. I'd, 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 I'd like to go ahead and hop in before you guys. Uh come in your pants you know the before the jizz fills the the room yeah let me go ahead too late say yeah. my piece <laughs> so um i know the back to the future movies i've seen at least two of them i remember watching teen wolf but michael hmm. j you know i've uh i'm just past i was born in 86 and these movies weren't things that were like huge hits in my house yeah. i guess like uh all that to say like i knew who michael j fox was you'd be right. under a rock if you didn't but it wasn't something that it was ingrained in my childhood as far as like his films and everything i remember spin city too um mm-hmm. i was very surprised by how much i liked this documentary yeah. it was yeah. uh, very moving and just very compelling the way they uh told the story and shot it um i love the fact that they were telling his story and then the backdrop would be scenes from his movie with emotions that like they, he was describing at the time I, I i don't watch a lot of documentaries but i just felt like that was incredibly original and uh kept my attention throughout Sam and I were watching it together, and like I said, I, I before we re- went on air, I told you guys I still had to watch like 20 minutes of it, and she was pissed that I was getting to see it before she did because we had to turn it off on night. It was getting too late. Thoroughly enjoyed this doc. It's just like Dungeons & Dragons. I would highly recommend this to anybody, um, even if you're not a big Michael J. Fox fan like myself. It's The, the story is... It, it's unique and it's out. It's just so much going on. It's incredible to hear 29 years old. He gets diagnosed with this and being that fucking famous and having to hide it. It, And it's seeing these clips as he's talking about taking the medication and like, it shows him like you can, it kind of zooms in a little bit and you see like his left hand is a little bit curled up or he's fidgeting with something. It was really neat to get behind the scenes and talk about and his his attitude is incredible. Uh still to this day. And then how he's nonchalantly talking about, oh yeah, I fell. I hit my face. <laughs> they put pins in it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like you didn't just fall, like you crushed your skull. And then he's talking about broken arms, broken ribs. It's yeah, it's it's hard and it's rough to watch, but like you said in the synopsis, the uh what was about the optimism, the uh, unstoppable optimism. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's as much as he's going through and hearing him talk about it. And then at the very end, he talks about the pain. They're like, you're in pain. He's like, oh yeah, always constant pain. That was hard. But, but he never says anything. Like the guy is, is a tank. It's just, it is nuts. That was a very, I very much enjoyed watching it. Incredible story. Very moving. On top of that, the way it was told was very special and very engaging. Um, it was just uh, unique up and down, the, the 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 subject matter and the way it was done. So 
I mean, I, I feel like that's I, as much as I can say on it until you guys yes. spark something else that I forgot. Yeah, TP, TP, I'm sorry. I only went to Marky first because the three of us are in a different generation. We know mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox so much more. That's why. I oh, yeah, big time. But um, what did you think about this this doc? So uh, I, I got to be honest. When uh, you texted us earlier in the week and said, hey, let's review this movie. I was like, Ugh. all right, fine. I know. I'll watch it. Like, He's I didn't. Heavy, I had you know? no yeah. interest in it. But like, I'm just you know, I love person. Michael. I felt J- the same. Yeah, mm. like uh, Back to the Future. The whole, all three movies, I fucking love. I yeah. love Back to the Future. Um, I thought Alex P. Keaton was great. Like, yeah. he's someone I grew up on. Like, I was when I. F- was old enough to remember and actually understand sitcoms is when uh family ties was a hit you know like i i loved him but yet i didn't really care to watch this movie until i fucking watched it and and i tell you what um the editor of this movie deserves a fucking oscar because as marky was saying the way that they would take scenes from movies or TV shows that he was in to illustrate what he was talking about in his real life. And like, he was talking about real life, but they're showing a clip from fucking, you know, The Secret of My Success I or love whatever that movie, random movie. Love that movie. So bad, and, but I love it. And they did that so fucking well. This movie on like a movie making standard was fucking amazing. Like yeah. the mm-hmm. editing, the directing, everything about it was so fucking well done. And then on top of that is this fucking really moving story about a fucking guy who, like I said, like got an old person's disease yeah. when he was in his fucking twenties and you know tried to hide it and try to move on from it and then you also throw in the amazing fucking love story of him and his wife mm. and this woman that has been be- by his side throughout the whole fucking thing and has supported him and has been there for him it, like even early on when he was admittedly being kind of a dick yeah. and she still stood by him and I mean, like everything about it was just fucking great. I didn't want to watch it, but I am so glad I did because it was a very, very well made movie and a and a great story. So, um, yeah, I I'm so glad you made me watch this. I, I thought it was fucking excellent. It was really, really well done, and, uh, and again, as a fan of fucking Teen Wolf. And, love that movie and fuck you it know what awesome. doc hollywood fucking yeah. i love doc hollywood it's yeah. not a great film but i fucking love doc hollywood oh and... what dp hold on what's the one that he's in the, uh, like later it's called the frighteners where he's yep, like a, that's a good one yes with i the love ghosts. that fucking movie that movie about is that one. awesome <laughs> at the one of the most doc, underrated they, they movies do show a little his... bit clips of that it's good yeah 
Yeah. Oh my god, that's so good. That's a yeah. good flick. And creepy. It's remember, awesome. remember the uh the poster for it was like the face and the hands coming through yeah. the wall. And then mm-hmm. the the bad guy, I forget that actor's name. The it was like it was like a fucking natural born killers ending, like with a couple killing people. Like that's that's yeah. a fucked up movie. It's good. Yeah. Sorry, DP. But Great point. Really yeah. good one. Yeah. No. Well, that's the it. thing. That's the thing, DP. I didn't. I, and I'm gonna get to AJ just a second. But that that was the thing about that movie. Like, I actually was half expecting it to be like overwhelmingly sentimental and tragic, which it Mm -hmm. is, it is tragic, but it's also, the movie is also grounded and honest and just beautifully told. Mm -hmm. Like it could have, you're right with the, with, with the filmmaker, because it could have been a bit much, but it wasn't, it was kind of whimsical and fun. He's Mm -hmm. so, he is. So Mike um, Fox is so upbeat, right? Yeah. Fuck God. Yeah. Um, AJ, are you gonna are you gonna bring the are you gonna bring this down or are you gonna are you gonna stay with us here? So I, unlike DP, really wanted to see this. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I was also a Michael J. Fox fan. I mean, we're uh, part of that generation we we're talking about. We grew up with Michael J. Fox and um, ah, dude, family was, ties ruled. Yeah, <laughs> I was moved in so many moments of this movie that like almost I don't know it was hard for me to watch yeah. at time. like yeah not hard mm-hmm. for me to watch but just hard for me to contain my emotion yeah and even thinking about what he's gone through it makes me emotional right now I, I yeah. but I do want to point out some of the things I really thought uh, you guys have talked about a lot of the stuff with the you know the interspersing the um scenes from his movies and stuff here's some of the stuff that i really like that hasn't been mentioned yet and that was um you know when they show the scenes where he's um recording his dialogue for the um yeah. for yeah. the documentary i thought that was terrific because he had to like start again and repeat and you just see the struggle in such an honest way and he exposed himself in this way and he was just fearless in doing so and 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 i i just i don't know he just wasn't afraid to to show all of that and the way that the camera frames him in these scenes where it's just him was so really well done it just made you really look at him right look at this guy um and and then the scenes with his pt when they're like he's still trying to this day to like still walk and do i mean like some mm-hmm. people like if you had this thing you'd be in a wheelchair by now and just give up on it right like just i would have dude right? that's that scene when the like the woman recognized him walking yeah, down the he street fell. and he fell and oh yes at the beginning like right? uh, dude, yes. how hard is that like uh, this woman who's like such a big fan like oh my god it's michael j fox yeah and then he fucking falls like, and the way he feet. handled that, yes. <laughs> oh, you knocked me off my feet. What a fucking brilliant a way to handle that. Attitude. He's so right? quiet, dude. He, yeah, oh. he's got great at it. Awesome. So but fast. Just, he's... To, to finish up what I was saying, like I, you guys have said a lot of the stuff, and I just wanted to throw in a couple like other aspects mm-hmm. of the documentary that I thought between the filmmaker and between the subject of the documentary, I thought there was some really oh um good decisions as far as how to present the story and um i absolutely love this 
although at times it was hard for me just to watch it from an emotional perspective, just, just to sure. see what he was going through. But I applaud this man. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, how long has he had this thing? I mean, decades, right? Like this guy has been going through this for a long time. Right. And the, like you said, Dan, like the, uh, the, the constant pain that he's in just, just mentions it because he was asked about it. Didn't mention it. Didn't My, mention it unsolicited. Well, yeah, he, yeah, he had to be asked. Yeah. yeah, and they said, right. "Why didn't you bring it up before?" He's like, "You, you, didn't, you didn't ask, ask. Me. you didn't ask." Yeah. yeah. So, From, yeah, he broke like uh, his orbital bone. He had pins put in his hand at one point. He broke. He, his he had hand. pins in his in his cheekbone too when he hit his when he yeah. broke his orbital bone. So but yeah, yeah so then they his had his hand the, and his face. His hand too. Yep. And um, I just, yeah, I. I was very emotional watching this movie. I have to tell you, but I I love I loved I loved how it was made. I loved, um, I don't know. I guess I loved just how like brave he was to do this. And mm-hmm. he's. I also love that they showed like he has fought for funding for Parkinson's too. He has yeah, gone yes. to court. He has done. He has next he's, to right? Yeah, he's he's um. He's not standing pat. Like he's still living his life. Do you still, remember? Still, he's still living. I mean, that was the thing at the beginning, like the theme, right? I couldn't stand still. I couldn't stand still. Like right. I couldn't stay still. And now, now he stand still until he couldn't. That right? is heartbreaking. The amount of times, like the the montage they showed him in his movies and uh, TV, and just running. He's always yeah. running, running. I have that in my notes. He's always running. And right. yeah, and now he's how much running does he do in the original Back to the Future? He's constantly running, right? Yes, of course he is. And now he but, can't. Um, the, the, fi- the final thing yeah. I want to say before I turn it over to TW is um, um, the scenes with his family mm-hmm. and the b- relationship that they have not just his wife but his children. Um, the relationship that they have is not one of they don't pity him. He's his, their dad. Like he's, they treat him indifferent, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's that scene with him and his son on the beach, and he, the son, oh, holds right his hand. hand. Yeah, he's oh. holding his hand, and that was just like encapsulates this like whole, this whole thing for him. I think, like, yeah, big time. Yeah, know, AJ. It, it was just so well produced and directed, and Michael J. Fox is still even with everything he's gone through he's still like i couldn't take my eyes off mm-hmm. yes aj Incredibly I, I, charismatic. i'm happy you brought that up because i had actually held it together throughout that documentary until that moment with his son when he held his hand he was like oh that's good because he had oh, stayed still. i didn't hold it, it together uh, at all throughout oh I, that's <laughs> what I, I i held it i held it up until that moment and then I lost it. And then they showed them all walking on the beach, him and the wife. And I was like, yes, I, yes, I that was a great show. Oh, my God. But um, I'm happy you guys uh, didn't. There's one thing about this doc that you guys didn't bring up that I'm so happy is that. I had no idea about the early part of his career before he had Parkinson's. I oh, had no right, idea how he right. got to Hollywood. I thought that was so fucking cool because I'm like I'm like one of those type of people that I want to know your whole story. I'm the type of guy that will meet a random fucking old guy in a bar and be like, tell me everything from right. the fucking beginning. And that was it for him. Like he was this guy that got some acting gigs in Canada 
And remember, like, like how like the squalor he lived in when he got onto Hollywood. He kept, oh like, yeah, he kept selling his sec parts of his sectional couch because right. he kept running. Remember yeah. they were like, they were, so like, my sectional couch by section. Yeah, yeah, yeah like <laughs> you're running out of money. He's like, that you're no. overcompensated. I was, I, I, had, I no had no money. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't running yeah. out. I ran out. Yeah, yeah I was out. <laughs> but but there was a line his dad said before he went to Hollywood when he yeah. told them yeah. he wanted to go, and his dad was like. Well, I, I guess if you're going to be a lumberjack, you might as well move to the forest. Right. I love it. What a fucking Great amazing fucking line. line. I feel like, like only Canadians can come up with shit like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. right? Yeah. But they're full, I, they're full of that stuff. I love that shit. And that's the thing. Like, guys, like I, I, I was really young when uh, Family Ties came out, but I remember yeah. it. So mm-hmm. I, after I watched it, I was actually watching some clips on YouTube of uh, Family Ties. He was fucking great. Like he was yeah. so good. He was his, amazing. His timing, his comedic timing, but all just in general. Like, remember the episode? Remember the episode where his buddy Greg dies? Remember that? Mm-hmm. And in the car crash, and he was supposed to be with him in the car, and then he loses it at the end. That was fucking brilliant. Like that guy, he was so talented, so amazing. So I loved watching that early stuff about him that I had no idea about. Um you know, the the like... great thing about Family Ties, too, is when originally conceived, it was supposed to be about the parents. Right. About yeah. these, like, you know, yeah. super kind of liberal, hippie parents mm-hmm. who have, like, a, you know, a conservative son. But yeah. it, Michael J. Fox was so good, the show just became about him. They It's like Neil Patrick Harris in How I Met Your Mother. Like, they... Yeah. They exactly. changed things to make it about more. Yeah, about they gave him way more time because that's what the people were responding to. Exactly. That happens exactly. more in more TV shows than we probably think about. Mm-hmm. They pivot to that to that character. Um, who's that dipshit in Growing Pains? Kirk Cameron. Remember they pivoted to mm-hmm. that motherfucker too. Like yeah. it, that's what happens. Like when when someone it's like wrestling when you get over like we're, the we're charisma gonna, the charisma. Right, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna pivot towards you, but. I loved that about the documentary. I had no idea about that stuff. And then like, and then he was already filming Teen Wolf. And then they 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 had they casted Eric Stoltz in fucking mm-hmm. Back to the Future. Like Eric Stoltz, really? Like I they, were so they filmed oh, the majority of that movie with him. Yeah. And so like, but then Back to the yeah. Future came out and then Team I love Teen Wolf. Teen, Good. Teen Wolf great. rules. Nicole so, and I were watching the movie together, and that's we kept saying, like, dude, fucking Teen Wolf rules. Awesome. I don't know why act like it's a B movie. Because you're saying it's like a B movie. It's like, fucking B movie, my ass. TW, wasn't it amazing when they showed his when they showed his um episode part of his episode of Kirby Enthusiasm? Yeah. When he was blaming when he was blaming the Parkinson's for everything. In my notes. Maybe the best Michael J. Fox performance of all time. Because he had shaken up the drink on him. He's in two, he's in two <laughs> episodes from that season, and he's brilliant. Yeah, like he's unbelievably so totally good. good. He's so funny, and that and that's the other thing with Curb too. Is you know, there's no like script. It's just like, yeah. all right, yeah, this is the scene. Go. And how goddamn funny was Michael J. Fox in those? Episodes? Imagine yeah, he being was like there watching. He was uh, imagine imagine being there, a fly on the wall, watching Larry David and Michael J. Fox work together. Right? In that like show. two uh, just like, titans going at just it. Amazing. And just amazing. Just that, that shit was so, so fucking funny, dude. 
when oh he's my God, those episodes handed him the soda. Oh, he's stomping around upstairs. Maybe he's his upstairs neighbor. He's stomping around. It's a Parkinson's. Yeah. But um, I, blaming you know, it on the Parkinson's. Yeah, he's like, so like he you know, Larry he, David talked him into doing like. Oh, he of was course. Like, and like, yeah, you couldn't tell if he was just he was an asshole, uh, or if he really was the Parkinson's. You know, like it was. Yeah, and it turns story. out he was just an asshole. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, I can, but I, I will say, you know, like I love that early stuff, but like some of the stuff. The thing is, like, to watch his progression over the years oh with it mm. was so hard because when he was younger Staggering. and you saw it, and then, like, at the end, like I said, that scene where he's stumbling down the beach, I was like, fuck. And it makes you think, like, how long does he have left? Like, when you I, really think about it. And not it, that, not that He's long. 61 years old, so he's been living with it more than half his Jesus life. And Christ. It's it, incredible. It, it, it's just... He looks good for It's crazy to though. think yeah. about that, right? Like, it's crazy but like to I just, I just, I just living with it. Our whole time we saw him with Parkinson's, we always saw it was his public persona. He's positive. And you're, like you said, AJ, he was, he was at Congress, you know, testifying. He was trying to get the funding. But like you guys said, like, to see that other side of it the pain the frustration that guy that was working mm-hmm. with him is a fucking saint anybody who oh, does that job right I mean, good lord i mean the patience you need for that job i mean god i, I loved it all and um i gotta say too the the relationship he has with his wife is amazing and mm-hmm. uh, sorry 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 to, to to do what i normally do but good lord what a fucking slice she is oh my god Do you remember her on family ties yes she is yeah. fucking gorgeous oh yeah. my god fucking what a smoke show that woman is what 35 36 late years later she's still just as fucking smoking hot but like remember like when they 60 were years those, old and looks amazing clips, yeah that motherfucker locked that down, Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. But and especially um, and, considering he's like four foot ten too, like he's a she's tiny like kind yeah, and she's like kind of tall. Like yeah. I mean, like it was, I mean, God, she's gorgeous, but she is for for how gorgeous she is on the outside, she's ten times more gorgeous on the inside. Mm-hmm. The fact that yeah. she's like, remember he he made that comment when he told her about the Parkinson's, and she said in sickness and in health, she whispered right. that in his ear in sickness. And I remember. Oh, yeah. I have to tell you, uh, like. The I chills spoke, when he said I, that. Yeah, I spoke. Yeah, I, I spoke right out there. Loud, I yeah. spoke out loud at that moment. Um, I said, "That's the most amazing woman on the." Planet. I mean, like Jesus, mm-hmm. just to say those words to him, just to, just to let him know that she, ah. she's there no matter what. Mm. And I just, I just, love to like. He became just a full fledged drunk, and then there was that morning he woke up. She was like, "Is this who you want to be? Like, really?" She's and that. Literally and he didn't the rock of that really, and, and then didn't drink for thirty years. Like I mean, mm-hmm. just yeah. literally the I mean, rock of that family. Was it, she is. Sister. I mean, what an inspiring story. Incredible person. I mean, yeah, by the way, totally. that uh, that scene that kind of opened the movie, and then yeah. I went back to of his pinky finger twitching. Yeah. Uh, uh, like to me, like I can picture kind of waking up and having some weird thing going on and like i wouldn't think twice about it yeah like you know i'm like ah oh, that's just weird especially if you're not him yeah whatever and then that turns out to be <laughs> fucking parkinson's like well he even God said damn. remember he talked to the doctor he's like this this doesn't happen to me like you know like yeah like, right. i was just you like, have to be uh, in denial just... at that point also great choice mm. in the uh the editing when he's doing 
it, it comes up several times this little pinky yeah, twitch yeah and the, yeah. the, the uh, audio is like a fly buzzing in your ear mm-hmm. yeah. it's like annoying it's just like what is this and like he grabs yeah. it to try and stop and it. then all yeah. the shots they showed on spin city you kept looking at his left hand to be like oh shit i did like, yeah no, Ma- no marky, one ever noticed that yeah Mar- marky mentioned that earlier like, that that's... whole run where they just kept showing Little things he was doing and all Clenching of his, his performances were like fiddling with something. Yeah, yeah. He was playing with this, playing with that, doing like always somehow moving his hand to conceal yeah. the fact that he couldn't not move his hand. And was just like fucking mind blowing after the fact. Like now that you know why he was doing it, it's just yeah. fucking mind blowing. But yeah. throw this in, Spin City was fucking great. That mm-hmm. show was hilarious. So. And by the way, the, 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 guy, the guy that made this documentary yeah. is no slouch. He did uh, an inconvenient truth. Oh shit! Really? Back in okay. the day, yep. So this guy's a you know. A, I just saw like the name legit, Guggenheim. Yeah, yeah, he's like a, related to the people that own the museum or whatever. Sure. And right. yeah, he he's a legit documentary filmmaker. So I mean, I, I would hope. This is um, highly considered around award season because that was going to be my next question because we talked about be. that with D and D. I mean, is this is this? I mean, actually, this is not even a question. Right in now, my eyes, it is yes. Runner. Right now, it's the front runner for for best doc. Yeah, I mean, documentary. I have my question I, is I haven't gotten on the documentary train this year really, but I told you about yeah. that. The rescue. I told you about that one. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't think they have a separate category for editing in a documentary versus just film editing but either way this should be nominated for editing the the way this fucking film is cut together is amazing like uh, we've covered it already but just the way they spliced in like everything from his career like all his movies all of his tv shows and they use it to illustrate the story they're telling is just so fucking impressive like that is some top top notch editing it's so good Agreed. it definitely deserves some it's got to be there love. It'll, yeah. i mean at the very least it's got to be um, and, and i nominated. have i have to say that the um decision for it to be like most of the dial, most of the speaking is done by Michael J. Fox. Yes, struggles right. to speak. Right, the yes. documentarian is is not talking at all. Occasionally, you hear him in the background. Right, right. but it, his his, his level is always lower. Though. Very like, much lower. Yeah, it's it's the Michael J. Fox story, and he's the one telling it. Yeah, like like you know, pillar to post, like he's the one telling it. So I thought that was a terrific choice. By the I documentarian, read. So read. I, I, th- I think who's the who's is that Werner Herzog? One of those uh, documentarians has uh, gone on saying like uh, one of the ways to make a great doc is take yourself out of it. Yeah, and, and that's, yeah, and it works. Know, what this guy here. did. It's yeah. always incredibly annoying whenever somebody makes a doc and like they're the focal point of like the subject yeah. that they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, two words, Michael Moore. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, I felt, I actually enjoyed no, no, his no. movies, but no, they but are right. all about right. him. Yeah, you're right. He's all about folk, him. He's the centerpiece of both of the three whatever documentaries. Yeah, he's done, but the, obviously Bowling for Columbine and whatever the most famous yeah, so ones, Fahrenheit 9/11 and right. Roger and Me. Right. right. Yeah. 
Right. Which He's again, I enjoy, but it's all about him. Yeah. yeah. This one was the Michael J. Fox story, and, and it, it was, was all, all Michael about J. Fox. Him. And even so, it wasn't even like any of his family or his wife. They didn't get in. In I mean, you they they had like film uh, footage mm-hmm. of them talk of them interacting. Yeah. You know, in, in like real time and just being themselves, but <laughs> they're not being interviewed at all. It's just mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox, and I think that was the right move. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Yeah, excellent. I loved it, guys. I loved it. Really, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, And if any of you uh, uh, folks listening were wondering if you want to get into some Michael J. Fox, uh, the uh, uh, Back to the Future streaming free on Peacock right now. I love that you brought that up. Thank you. The original. Mm -hmm. Uh, By the way, uh, Rotten Tomatoes on the original Back to the Future, ninety-seven, ninety-four. Wow. That movie yeah. is a fucking institution. It is uh, when, when they showed that little clip of Siskel and Siskel Ebert. Ebert reviewing I was going to yeah. say that. So good. <laughs> fucking movie of the summer, movie of the well, year. Even were... the bit before I that, where, where they the were theater. showing his story of uh, running, burning the midnight oil, like going from family ties to yeah, uh, back to the future, yeah. right? And then having and, a, and a set guy like... drive him around. The scene of him sleeping and fucking Back to the Future cut in with him actually sleeping in real life and ah yeah so well done and the, um, the in, in the documentary they had like uh on top of the splicing in of uh movies and TV scenes that kind of built a story there mm-hmm. there was also like an an actor in this documentary that was playing uh, a young an, Michael J Fox right, an, yeah. an 80s yeah. version of Michael J Fox <clears throat> and during that scene they showed the driver character. Michael J. Fox up the stairs to bed yeah. <laughs> in his arms. It was great. And Michael J. Fox is a little fella. He could carry him. Yeah, I could carry them, Michael. Also, here, if, you guys, if you guys ever want to check out that movie, <laughs> The Frighteners, and you have stars, it's on. It's on there now. Okay. The Watch it. Is fucking it's awesome. Awesome. It's really, it's really one good. of his most underrated movies. For anybody far. who doesn't know about it, he's like he plays like a like he's technically like a one of those. Are you gonna tell me where I can see Spin City? Yeah, I will. <laughs> Uh, but he's one of those like apparition, like uh, like uh, he claims he's a medium and he can yes, rid your house of ghosts medium. and like. But he he's got buddies who are actually ghosts, and mm-hmm. he, dude, it's a great fucking movie. By the way, Rotten Tomatoes, bringing that up on the Frighteners, just so you know, sixty-seven critics, seventy-one audience. It's What's solid. That? Yeah, it's it, solid it should be higher because that movie's great. It's really good. It really is. I I remember it came out and I didn't see it when it first came out, but like a few years later, I think I fucking actually went and rented it at Blockbuster one week. I think it was actually when I was working at Blockbuster. It's just one of the movies. Like, "Ah, I'll take this one home this weekend. Fucking loved it. It Uh, was so good. AJ Spin City is on Pluto, just so you know. But also, uh, Pluto TV, great fucking service. He's also he's also in the. uh, Have you guys ever seen the American President with Michael Douglas and? uh, I love that movie. Feels the show (laughs) in that fucking movie. He is probably the best character in that entire goddamn movie. So, um, look, the guy's amazing. As an actor, he's amazing. You know everything he's been through. The fucking the fact that he, he he not only fought through his disease, but he became a, a drunk. Imagine trying to fight through that as a drunk, right? Jesus yeah. Christ! But um, the end of this documentary, that kind of moment, that moment of clarity that he has when he talks about how he had to quit everything to realize where he needed to be, and 
that's where he's talking about being still that really mm-hmm. it choked me up it was uh, really yeah. insane. um god um again this is a spoiler full uh podcast so if you haven't watched it uh, yeah, we might have we might have fucked you, <laughs> but um, if if you have, I hope you guys loved it because we we really did. So, you know, it's it's episodes like You're this good, that we man. do when we we have two movies that we review that are two completely and utterly different movies. Right, not be any different, any more different. But um, and then we love both of them. I, I, I right? love they're both so great for oh. what they are. Right, yeah, right. could not be more different than the other. So, um. Uh, happy we all enjoyed the flicks tonight. You guys want to? I mean, should we rate it? Yeah, it's tough on documentaries, but um, no, um actually, good. before we rate it, should we wait for Jonathan to get here? Before yeah, we, we got. He's gonna. Yeah, he's gonna. I had to bring that back. One I mean, that time. one actually. I mean, that part actually <laughs> threw me off. I actually thought they wanted him to help. No, yeah, I did too. I was like, oh, Jonathan must be their friend or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just want to tackle him out a window. <laughs> Fucking Fly, bird. bird. <laughs> but, but, do we have an update on Jonathan? Or, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's like, enough with Jonathan. Get on with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, AJ, give me a rating. So I'll tell you, it's rare that I'm on the higher side of these things, right? You guys know I hate a lot of movies. Right. So you do. (laughs) But I am very high on this one. Very, very high. I would say I it'd be hard pressed for a documentary to come around this year that would impress me more than this uh four and a half. Yeah. So AJ again, again, I have to agree with you. That's the fucking first rating that popped into my head was four and a half. So I'm right there. Four and a half. Uh DP. Keep it fucking going, because yeah, I was just thinking. I'm like, what other fucking documentaries have I seen that rate this high? And I can't think of any. I'm at fucking four and a half too. Yeah, yeah. this was a beautifully made movie and mm-hmm. a fucking awesome story. So like, the story's great. The mood, the filmmaking aspect of it is incredible so yeah absolutely four and a half for right me. right Dan. the craftsmanship right like of this yes. thing was oh. just was just off the charts impeccable impeccable mark, mark you where are you i was originally thinking uh a hair lower like four and a quarter but yeah. i didn't really have a real reason to like uh, everything you guys have said like this documentaries uh the way it's executed is damn near perfect and the yeah. subject matter is very unique and heart-wrenching so yeah, four, four and a half at least. Yeah, yeah. Damn, it's, it's, damn, it's, guys, it's a brilliant uh, flick. I mean, and good and actually, we can give our rating now because if you look at Marky's name, Jonathan is here. Okay. Yes, so, yeah, yeah. Yes. Is there an Thank update? You, Marky. Is there an update on Jonathan? Where was he? Was he stuck? He was stuck in like a storm or something, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Weather down. Down. Jonathan. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I just feel like uh, he, he should be here to hear this part. Guys, <laughs> I mean, not that we're going to do documentaries, you know, every week or once a month or whatever, but you know, we should make a point to like keep our eyes out for stuff like this mm. because that was, was some really special filmmaking, and and I, I, yeah, we all obviously agree that it was terrific. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I love that oh. stuff. Yeah, I told you guys about that the volcano, that one that I watched on Netflix. I thought it was mm-hmm. really good. I mean, we could talk about mm-hmm. that at some point, but oh, that, that one that was, was just sad. It's fucking. That's gonna be my question, y'all. I know we're running late, so maybe yeah. we can 
Hey, yeah. real quick, can you think of another documentary you would recommend to people? I've got one that I, I think it's still available, like on Hulu. Uh, it's called Three Identical Strangers. It's oh, yeah, about these about three that. guys that they're triplets, but yes, they were I've seen that. Separated, I've seen birth. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. excellent documentary. Again, it's, it's not as well made as um still, but the story is amazing. So really, all it is is just telling this crazy story of these three people that separated at birth, were raised in by different people, but yet somehow met each other when they were like college age. Yeah. And like the the similarities they had were crazy. And come to find out it was actually like these fucking like crazy scientists that intentionally separated them yeah. to try to do like an experiment on nature versus nurture and to see how these kids ended up even though they were like identical triplets you know all share the same dna and they sent them to three different families to see what would happen you and, hulu? yeah i believe it's on hulu yeah. i've seen that one man that one's messed up i've yeah. seen that one but I if not just I... google it three identical strangers it's called it's great okay okay i don't have a documentary recommendation right now but mm-hmm um, oh, I mean, yeah. listen, listen. You could always watch the Fred Rogers "Won't You Be My Neighbor." I mean, that's oh. a brilliant. Oh film. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that one's amazing. You could watch the Amy Winehouse one; it's great as well. I mm-hmm. was told um, Val, the Val Kilmer one. Val is supposed to be terrific. Mm, I would see that. Yeah, that's supposed to be I terrific. totally would watch that one. Yeah. So, how about you, Mark? Some... You got any uh, documentaries you've seen that you want to recommend? To people? I mean, it's it's uh, dated a little bit. But, um, was it? Uh, the art of killing um based on the uh cambodian killing fields yes oh uh, wow yeah yeah, yeah. that yeah. one's fucking heavy mm-hmm. really well done though okay yeah you gotta be prepared to watch that one though <laughs> yeah so but yeah um yeah there there, there, there is some good i mean god don't I'll give you guys a recommendation. Don't watch any of the fucking food documentaries, okay? You'll oh, never God. want to eat anything yes, ever again. Yes, I know. Uh, Nicole what? is a vegetarian because she watched one of those. What's so. that one? It's called The Cove where they murder all the fucking dolphins. Oh, my God. Don't yes. ever watch that. Don't watch that. Uh, Blackfish. You don't, don't watch, watch that. that. That was a SeaWorld one, right? Harry Goldman yeah. watched The Cove and Netflix recommended it's he watched something up. else and they recommended the cove. The cove is fucked. So um oh. but yeah, there there's a lot of document great documentaries out there that will really um fuck you up for a couple of days because mm-hmm. they're you know real. Yeah. And real fuck. brutal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I have general recommendations for the end of the show, but recommendation corner. Is that what we're calling it? Sure. Yeah, I've seen yeah. some things recently. I've like that to up, uh, just right. mention. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So and let's head could... on down to recommendation corner. AJ, what do yeah. you got? I got Sit a couple. I got a... get cozy. Got... Yeah, I got he's a. Couple... Got a... I... He's they just got a memo book there. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of them actually. Most of them. That's are... that, that's the... hey uh, AJ. Remember that's what that fucking guy was writing in in seven and John. Uh, that... mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what your condo is going to end up one day. Morgan Freeman's going to be reading through those fucking things. Lovely. It's just be, a, that, that would be delightful. It's just a bunch of notes on Battlestar Galactica. 
<laughs> like a handful of books on fringe <laughs> like the fringe collection the battlestar galactica collection hey guys, hey, what do you got you guys don't know me at all um hey um, <laughs> know me so two movies actually i've been watching a lot of movies lately all right mm -hmm. um one of them is called missing it's on netflix Oh, AJ, I was gonna—I was actually gonna suggest we do that. That was gonna be the ones that I suggest we watch. So, so that looks really interesting. We should do that. We should do that. I really, I think we should talk about it because the way okay. the film was shot is unique. AJ, interesting. There's a movie that came out a few years before that called, I think, Searching, Searching with John Cho. I, John I think Cho, yeah, very similar to that, and I liked that movie. Yeah, so, this yeah. one was done to, to really great effect. But okay. We can maybe we, we can, do that next time. The other one just came out on Max. It's called Reality. Oh, okay. Uh, with Sydney Sweeney. It's based on this girl called the name Reality Winner. Fucked up name. Who it's it's a true story, and the actual film is direct. Like the dialogue in the film is directly taken from a recorded transcript of an interview from two FBI agents to this this woman uh who's a ex-air force pilot uh nsa employee who is suspected um of uh mishandling classified documents okay. it's right after the 2016 elections 2017 area so, um and uh so the whole thing is a single uh location shoot in a house it's the two FBI agents interviewing her, and it's literally pulled. All the dialogue is pulled directly from this this actual interview that happened. It's it, it's not a documentary though. It's, it's no, it's, no, it's a dramatic is, presentation. Is anybody in it that we know? Sydney Sweeney. Who's that? She was in the first season of White Lotus. Okay, okay, okay. A young lady. She's uh, I mean, the girl was in her mid to late twenties or whatever when this happened. Um, she was like a linguist who spoke Pashto or whatever. And um, um, she pulls up to her house one day and FBI is waiting for her there. And they go through the whole thing. Like they go through like, you know, search Warren, search the place. She's got pets. Like it's all this like very banal, you know, mundane conversation they're having. And then until they get to the actual interview. Right. And um okay. It's terrific. I watched it last night. I was riveted, riveted. Okay. So, yeah, that's something sounds, we might want to also review on the show. It's hell yeah, it's sounds really, good. really good. Um, and I've really gotten into those single shoot. You know, like you know, like we talked, like everybody loves the office. I mean, the outfit, right? The outfit is one of our favorite films, right? Like that's yeah. a single location shoot. Like, um, mm -hmm. I, it's just done so well. It's just done so well and like the camera is all like constantly on sydney sweeney and the film relies on her like you know reactions and 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 her emotional reaction to what's going on and it's just it's so well done aj it reminds me i remember years back after the matrix came out i started watching hugo weaving movies because i was like kind of the interview away. the interview That's right exactly the interview was fucking awesome it's just same thing. They they bring him in for they bring he's a suspect and they the whole movie is shot in an interrogation room and it's fucking brilliant. That I mean that's that I love movies like that. Have you ever the interview is that the is Maggie Gyllenhaal is that the one with her in it too? 
Uh, no, she, all right, that's on. a different one. There, there's one where I forget. It, it's called something like that, where she's being interrogated by, um, I think like Korean, <laughs> uh, military people, and and it's uh, her being interviewed by them, and then another person being interviewed by uh someone else. No, this Hugo yeah. Weaver one came out like oh, yeah. probably like late nineties. What is he uh, being accused of in the film again? Like I, I think murdering a, like murdering a child or something. Like it's it's really right. horrible. Right, um, right, right, right. It's very good. It's a it's a very I've I've really gotten into these like smaller pictures with a smaller cast in these and it's just relying on I mean it's no tricks are being done. It's just the cameras on these people and they're just they're just like mass. Remember mass? Yeah, of course. Like that. Like that, like that sort of thing, where it's just the the camera's just sitting on these people, right? And and yeah. and, and and you know, it's just it's just emotional. The fact that we the fact that we haven't reviewed that movie on, on this show is a is a fucking travesty. Well, we should, we should. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. So, um, I've I've gotten into a lot of that stuff lately, and like I said, we the outfits are in our top ten for last year, yeah. and that's a that's a small film with a small cast. I mean, the outfit was number one. That's telling, like the, um, you know, that that story in a more concise, like way that relies on the performances, relies yeah. on it, yeah. strictly relies on the performances. Love so, it, yeah, this one does too. And Sydney Sweeney, man, I want to see anything else she's in moving forward because right. of because of reality. Oh, totally. In. Yeah. All right. So, uh, uh and- real quick, the 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 Maggie Gyllenhaal one I just brought up. It's actually it's a movie called Strip Search. Huh. Uh, I'll give you the quick synopsis from IMDb. Uh, Strip Search follows two parallel stories examining personal freedom versus national security in the aftermath of 9/11. One plot involves an American woman detained in China and the other an Arab man detained in New York City. So, and well, take what you want from the title strip search, but uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal's in it. So it's free on HBO Max. Watch it. Yeah. Sorry. Just Max now. It's just Max. Max, Yeah. It's Max. Yeah. I'm sorry. Does she strip? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I watched a I review of this, by the way, before I get we get to everyone's recommendations that reality. I saw a review of it on YouTube. They referenced some other movie that I had seen and now I can't remember the name of it, but I'll eventually I eventually will. Anyway, other recommendations. Oh god, I haven't watched much. I've been catching up on old TV shows. Um okay. I started I started watching the uh what the fuck is uh the the man the man in the high castle. I started watching that. Ooh, it's great. It's oh, great. okay. I've never seen it. But I that do show's love, amazing, yeah. I do I do love I'm, Philip Dick. So I'm about two episodes in. Uh it's 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 a it's a I read lot. The book. It's a so, lot. What, what was that? The book's awesome. what you, you love, love who? I love Philip Dick. Thank all you. I got to do is edit out yeah, Philip, yeah. and yeah. I'm all set. Baby. Very simple, <laughs> very simple formula there. Yeah, um, but, but I yeah. love I love the book. <laughs> I, have and another... I also love the book. The book's awesome. It's terrific. Yeah. And I, I can have another one to add to the collection of uh, this one. I'm actually a power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> 
that one that one did not need to be edited so for me not much i i started my third season of nathan for you which is just fucking brilliant such a great show uh but that's about it uh mark you got anything best best show ever yeah i think Mm. um it may have been brought up on the show before but i just finished the netflix show beef and yeah. mm-hmm. love it I love it great show loved it so god, good right that was so love it wild so quick to run through it was so good awesome um steven yoon's brilliant yes the guy's best, the best he's ever been seriously oh he is brilliant guys um, a stud yeah and uh I, I mentioned earlier in earlier in the podcast that i watched the machine um a slight recommendation um you know when it's free on streaming check it out i don't yeah. uh yeah, I yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I I love Burt Kreischer, um, and so I'm not gonna. I do too. Say so. no, but you, you know it's uh, it, the the movie's not gonna win any awards. Right. Um, I also mentioned to you guys, uh, and I had mentioned the trailer a long time ago when it first popped up on my radar, the Willem Dafoe movie Inside. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. oh yes, yes. It's, it's on Peacock now. Peacock, yes, it's free on wow. Peacock. Um. I want, I need somebody to see it. I, I watched it with Sam and we talked about it, but I need one of you guys to watch it so we can talk. There's can uh, review it. What's that now? Review it. Uh, can review you know, it. It's I, I, I'm hard pressed to uh, throw it out there after what you just gave us for this week's topic. Yeah, but we got to we got to get we got to get some hating in at some point. And listen, just, the reviews are up. look. I'm looking it up, Marky. The reviews are not terrible. They're not terrible, um, but, yeah, but uh, I, you just I, gave I, us like two dynamite movies. No, and now, but that's like, not what that's not what this is about. This is about just review, <laughs> reviewing all the stuff. Well, this one is very. It, I think it's interesting, and I think there is some conversation to be had. Uh, and I love but, Willem Dafoe. Mark, right. we did we did we did a whole episode of movies we hate. So come on, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I love me some Willem Dafoe. So. This this movie. Yeah, when it comes to Willem Dafoe, AJ definitely will say Willem. Actually, a power bottom. Yeah, (laughs) I love Willem. I kept Um, Willem Dafoe would take him up on that too, is my guess. Hey (laughs) oh, I hope so. He's a uh, homo. I don't know. Is he? (laughs) He plays one well. Um, before I watched Machine, I I saw the uh, the new Evil Dead movie in theaters. Uh, when I was on Evil Dead Rises, is that what it's called? Evil Dead Rise, Mm -hmm. yeah, Rise. Thoughts, feelings, emotions. I was let down. Okay, interesting. It was. uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw the uh, 2013 installment, which hard to believe that was 10 years ago, Hmm. but they did a far better job. Um. This new movie, so much for recommendation corner. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm, this, you did not like it. Within the recommendation don't corner, watching this, I'm telling you don't movies to, to steer away from. Okay, you can avoid. I missed Evil the Dead Rise. Sorry. Yeah, I did too. Don't yeah. worry about it. The reviews are decent for it, though. I don't know why. I saw that too. I was. I had yeah, high hopes. Pretty good. It 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 really missed the mark. It uh it, it just it just rode the name and it had a little bit of the background lore and that was it. It was a shitty horror movie. <laughs> it was there was no uh like throwbacks to the original in any substantial way. It just it missed everywhere. Um, 
and I saw, I know uh, DP's already seen it, but the new Ant Man movie, it's on Disney. It's not bad. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. a big huh. Marvel movie. Yeah. I really want to see the new Guardians. But... Well, I, I actually, now that I say it, guys, I tried to watch the new Shazam and I just, I couldn't. Yeah, it's no. just not, it didn't have the same feel as the first one. I, like, I, didn't, I, I didn't finish it. I didn't, I didn't even finish it, DP. Like, I got Yeah, I, I can off. see why. Did Zachary uh, Levi call you and tell you that you're the problem? Hey. Have you seen that? Like, he's been blaming other people, like, for the movie's uh, really? uh, uh, lack of success. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I just, I don't know. It wasn't, it just, it just I wasn't mean, anything near the first one. Just, yeah. That, and the fact that everyone knows that the movie doesn't matter because the DCU is completely rebooting as soon as the Flash yeah. movie comes out. So, which looks so good. Yeah. Basically, that Shazam movie was, you know, nothing. It didn't matter. So I, I can see his complaint. I, I get where he's coming from. I just got, fr- I just, I couldn't, it wasn't good. That's all. It wasn't good. So, so. I do have a, a recommendation, though. Right. Um, there is uh, a, an animated show. Uh, originally, it came out, uh, God, 20 fucking years ago, I believe it was. It was like 02, 03. There was this uh, animated show on MTV called Clone High. Uh, and it was. Uh, Made by uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who, you know, have gone on to do uh, the Lego movie and 21 Jump Street and uh, the Into the Spider-Verse animated show. Very talented. Those two and Bill Lawrence, who went on to do Scrubs and a little show called Ted Lasso. Jesus Um, Christ. Yeah. So back in 0203, they made this animated show called Clone High where it was about um, uh, they cloned uh, Abraham Lincoln, JFK, Cleopatra, mm-hmm. Joan of Arc, and Gandhi, and then a bunch of other random historical characters were also in this high school, but they were teenagers in a high school. That sounds amazing. Feeling, dude, it was so fucking funny. Um, it only lasted one season, but uh, it has enough of a cult following that a brand new fucking season just dropped a, like a couple weeks ago on HBO or Max. <laughs> now it's called, uh, I believe there's three episodes available right now. It's on Max. It's called Clone High. Uh, it is fucking hilarious. Uh, I would say Will Forte does the voice of Abraham Lincoln. Oh, He's that's so goddamn that funny. Um, yeah, absolutely. Check out Clone High. Watch okay. the first season. It's only 13 episodes or 20 minutes each. So it's definitely worth just going through season one uh, and then watching the reboot. It It is fucking hilarious. And that's There's on Max so much, as well, the original. Yeah, yeah, the original is on Max and the reboot is also there. Um, Goddamn, I fucking have laughed so hard at that show so many times. So, um. I watched the first two. I haven't watched the most recent one that dropped, but the first two, they like introduced some new fucking uh, historical characters in it. And um, I know kind of similar to 21 Jump Street where, (laughs) you know, like 20 years ago, JFK was the, you know, like the jock and like, oh, look at him. He's so douchey. But now in this day, it's like, oh, 
you're so sex positive and cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, just fucking very funny, very of the time. So, so worth watching. And, and, and again, like, as we've seen, like, Lord and Miller, Bill Lawrence, those dudes have produced some fucking great stuff. And this is definitely one of the great things they've fucking done. I, I highly, highly recommend a clone. I'll check that out. All right. Well, listen, boys, we've run long tonight. Yeah, so we certainly have. Let's call it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, real long. Um, like I said, I love when we have a couple of movies like this that, you know, we we all love. Mm-hmm. Um, great show. Happy we uh, were able to do this this week and uh, real positive a positive episode i know right Crazy. Not a lot of cuntiness which is good and i yeah. saved my first cunt for the very end so mm-hmm. and that's two now but uh <laughs> so uh guys uh, let, let's call it let's call it an evening um we'll see we'll see we'll, maybe we'll maybe be back in two weeks or one week we have to do a vault episode we got we have some mm-hmm. things we got to do so we'll keep you guys posted on what we're going to do next uh we'll do better with our social media as long as you yeah. ask start following us more um so anyways, um, for myself, TW, the CEO, my boy, AJ, the COO, DP, my producer, and the smooth talking Southern gentleman, Mr. Marky Bonder out. We're going to call it an evening. You guys have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. Love you. Good night. Good night. Night, night. Uh, I love you, Jonathan. I am a sensitive bitch. The movie council is adjourned. Mm-hmm.